Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome God back. Damn, Monty, you trying to blow up my eardrums with that song or what? Bro, turn your mute, turn your speakers down. I don't know what to tell you, bro. Jesus, let me do the intro. Yo, what's going on, everybody? We're back again. Rest in Purity's podcast, uh, hosted by myself, Manny the Hooper, uh, the real Joe Hulbert, as you see to my left. I think it is for you guys. Um, Charlie and Ibu of WrestlePurist, better known as Backup Hangman to some of you guys. He's popping in to uh, help us get this thing on the road. Uh, today, we're going to cover the... I guess we're going to talk about the Mercedes news that has just broke. Uh, we're going to review AEW's uh, last night's Dynamite, as we usually do on the Thursdays, and whatever else comes up in the next you know, hour, 90 minutes, two hours, see how long we end up on here. Uh, please like, subscribe. Super chat, it's always, always appreciated. Uh, hope everybody is doing good. Starting with my fellow co host Alexia. First time we've seen you in a couple of weeks. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Um, you know, just got home from work a few minutes ago and eating and prepping for the pod. It's nice to be back for a while. So, yeah. people have missed you, Alexia. The people have yes. missed you, you know. You just finished work. You're straight into the real work of uh, professional wrestling conversation. Yeah. You know, we got we got some good stuff to get into. Charlie, I'll throw it to you next. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing good. Not really done much today. Just been hanging out with my family and that. It's nice. been all right. Excited to review Dynamite. I hope you haven't been too stressed out. And uh, we'll try to keep your stress levels quite low mm. during this AEW Dynamite review, you know. Um, yeah. Let's hope she doesn't we'll get too happens. spiteful, you know. We'll see what happens. Ibu, just popping in for a cup of coffee. Yes, sir. Um, you're not going to be here for the whole time. You're going to be here for, uh, you know, you're going to be here for a good time, not a long time. How are you doing today, though? Can't complain. I'm, uh, I, I've am i re-embarked in, in, in my journey to regain the muscle that I've lost over the last few months. So uh, when I pop back out on these streets, I'm look like Bobby Lashley. Uh, I'll be out yourself. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> Got, got back to doing some yard work, you know what I mean? Just back, trying, trying to get back to being back of Hangman, you feel me? But um, I'm happy to be here, happy to kind of pass by and talk about some stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, yeah, happy days, right? Yeah, happy days, happy, happy days, as always over here at WrestlePurist, you know? Uh, Manny the Hooper, how have you been today? What you been up to? Tell the people how you feeling. Yeah, you know. Jesus, he built. Today I'm representing the Iron Sheik, so I'm the Iron Manny. Uh, I know a thing or two about yard work. Besides that, I'm, I'm just how how uh, how deep this year yard work expertise go, man? It's my blood. I mean, I don't know. Just <laughs> my person out laughing. <laughs> man, Manny, are you are you also a fellow wood chopper? Well, I mean. Now, right now, my bad back. I'm not trying to blow it out, but there I've done go. it once or twice. How was the um? How was the latest doctor's appointment? Concerning your beat up back and neck, man. I haven't. I haven't gone. I just... Why, man? You sounded beat up, bro. Like, <laughs> you said we was worried. I oh, know. If you didn't see it on Monday, Manny was, t- you know, in depth medical record of Manny the Hoofer. <laughs> he's, he's back and his neck is in a bad place. People, so, you know, we're very worried about him. When I get out of work, there's like traffic, and I hate being in my car. So I mean, it's gonna take me like 30 minutes to get to the chiropractor. So I'm waiting for my days off. Okay. I signed up, I signed up for the pool. 
no, so I'm going to the progress, pool. you know. Yeah, and then uh, I'm excited. I'm doing community service now. Oh, that's nice. Well, because my sister's making me go, so I mean, oh, okay. I gotta... <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean that's about it. So I uh, I'll say what, Manny. I don't believe in the medical system, and so I'm pretty beat up. So I have a fucked up shoulder. <laughs> Hold on. What on the medical system do you not believe in? They give you bad news. I mean, fuck, man. I don't listen, like... listen, listen, man. Don't, don't, you know, they try to tell you to go to the doctors. Oh, God. No, not oh, my God. Not this. No, I'm not, I'm not a Valvinus, but but uh, I will say, uh, I, I just don't like taking trips over there. You know what I mean? So I, I'm very much someone who, who takes care of themselves. And so I have a partially torn labrum. And I have some issues with my neck and my, my left knee, right? And so what I did, Manny, was, you know, just get some Icy Hot. You know what I mean? Get the patches. Throw some dirt uh, on it. No, uh, and, and honestly, I put can You guys know what Kinesio tape is? Yeah, yeah. It's the stuff the wrestlers wear, right? Yeah, bro. I, I look like 2016 Claudio. I got this shit all over my shoulder and my, like, my spine. You know, and it works. It's great. You know, it helps your circulation on your This body. is what wrestling podcasting Man. does to these people. Man, these people, believe it or not, these people are in their 20s, you know, believe it or not. Bro, don't <laughs> Listen me... to these injury reports we're getting. <laughs> Bro, don't get, don't, get me with, don't get me started with the Icy Hot, man. You put it on before you go to sleep. Yeah. Rub it everywhere. Then you get under your blanket. You're cold for a bit. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know if I can go to sleep. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then you doze off. You just... Wake this up the is next the, day. The real American experience with the healthcare system. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. You know what I mean? I, I, after a long day of stocking and chopping wood, you know what I mean? Just you know, throw some throw some of that icy hot on. You feel me? Yeah. Someone else. Something Picking up else. the pallets over your head and just throwing them everywhere. Yeah, I know what you mean. Exactly. Yeah, see, Manny, Manny gets it, man. You know, that's the, the hardworking American man. Yeah. I worked at PetSmart when I was younger, man. I picked up those pallets <laughs> over my head and I threw them. PetSmart. That's why you're so beat up now, you know? <laughs> Wrestling all the big dogs and everything. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Um, all right. This is a wrestling podcast believe it or not people mm -hmm. uh so uh let's get into it um all right so uh, as we mentioned on yesterday's podcast if you were watching uh there was of course the sports illustrated report that they included in their tony khan interview which stated that um according to sources close to tony khan there has been significant talks between um them and mercedes Monet, basically and you of course, a lot of people. Um, it, it was also mentioned as well, which it boded well for the potential of seeing Mercedes on Forbidden Door. And of course, you know, that was like the big pay-per-view that um, you would definitely circle if you was like Tony Khan and talking to Mercedes, you would assume, you know, that's kind of what we was all assuming as well yesterday. So, of course, all that talk of Mercedes and AEW, Tony Khan, that was, um, that was all running rampant yesterday. And uh, to follow on from this, there was a Fightful Select report that came out not too long before we went live. So, uh, you know, we'll, we're going to continue this mercedes Monet talk. So in the Fightful Select uh, report, obviously I'm not going to read out the whole thing, but just to go over some quick bullet points. Um, it said there had been talks between AEW and New Japan possibly as far back as January. Um in an effort to facilitate the appearance. However, we haven't learned if any progress was made in that sense. Um, Jesus, Ibu. <laughs> He's muted. <laughs> Just showing us the cloud. You see, you see, how, you see how depressing it looks outside? Bro, okay. I thought the sky was red. Well, All right, you're throwing me off. Ibu, shut the fuck up. Anyway. All right. Um, 
He also includes in the report, Mercedes is sidelined with an injury, which, of course, we all knew because we all saw it happen, unfortunately, on that New Japan show. And uh, apparently on the New Japan side, there is belief that that will have her out through Forbidden Door, which is, of course, uh, very unfortunate, you know. Um, but at least on the if you're pushing for the Mercedes AEW thing, you know, and you want it to happen, at least there is talks ongoing and it seems like they're going to try and figure something out, I guess. Uh, um but it does say, however, there was at least interest on AEW side. Prior to her injury, there was AEW time that believed that she was coming in to do the show and even rumours that she'd be working against Soraya, which, of course, is very, very interesting. But mm-hmm. as, it's, as it states in the report, you know, it's kind of um, AEW talent that, like, you know, their belief and rumours circulating around the locker room pretty much. Um, it also, also says that... Um, We've been unable to confirm if there ever was plans for such. So, um, yeah, Mercedes, it looks like the locker room rumours is uh, Soraya versus Mercedes. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Charlie's face is uh, <laughs> t- telling me something mm-hmm. right now, you know. Ibu mm-hmm. is currently showing us um, a trip, a day in the life of a US citizen <laughs> just walking around. I don't know why he's showing us all this shit, but, you know... Um, if you like that visual experience during your wrestling podcast, then uh, there you go, man. There you go. Um, Charlie, if you're not too distracted, thoughts on uh, Mercedes missing Forbidden Door and, of course, the what seems like locker room rumour of um, Soraya being her match if AEW did get the hands on her. I mean, I'm sad about her missing Forbidden Door, obviously, not just because I'll be there, but it's like oh. going to be like one of the biggest shows of the year. Like, mm-hmm. So I'm sad about that. But Soraya wouldn't have been my first choice, personally. I feel like there's there's a lot of talent that would have been ahead of her. I can see, I guess, why that might have been the match they would do, but it's definitely not the one I would have gone for. Um, I hope that because if like it is true that they're work they were working on something for this, they can work for something on a future show, and she'll appear somewhere else for AEW instead. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that she wasn't top of your list. Uh, mm, yeah. We we heard some of your list yesterday on the podcast, and uh, yeah, all of us we kind did. of went round and was throwing out names, and people in the live chat were throwing names around of people that'd like to see Mercedes' uh, face. And I can't say for sure that Soraya's name didn't show up at least once in the live chat, but it definitely wasn't one of the names that I was seeing. Um, a lot of, you know. <laughs> so it definitely was a bit of a surprise, but I guess when you think about it, Soraya is, of course, a huge name. There's a bit of built-in story between the two of them. Um, but again, I don't, I'm not sure if it's quite what um, the AEW fan base as well would want to, you know. So if this was WWE, maybe, you know. Yeah. Like maybe that fan base would be more into the idea of that match happening, but... Um, I, I don't think the AEW fans would be with this. Uh, Alexia, you're shaking your head in disappointment and disgust. How do you feel? Yeah, I um, I don't know. Like I, like I said, like I didn't say that. Um, I just, I don't. How do I say this nicely? Um, don't worry about it. You know, all right, we're I, all friends okay. here. It's gonna get real spiteful later. Don't worry about it. I. That's just such a bad pairing. Like, it's just not good. Um, I feel like there's, like, a ton of wrestlers, like, women's wrestlers, who I would want Mercedes to face before she even got to Soraya. Um, mm-hmm. 
it's just not not for me. It's just I mean I get you know the old big names, big women's you know they draw, but it's just how is it gonna doesn't be excite like? You yeah, it doesn't excite yeah. me. It's just like gonna be a Mercedes Carey job, like. Mm, yeah, then uh, I can't imagine uh, if there were to do some sort of bill, because of course I can mention there is some sort of built-in story there. So with uh, if there was to go down that road, you'd expect them to do kind of like a program, you know. And um, I'm not sure if they're the kind of segments that. Uh, well, you know, it could surprise you, but like I said, it is just locker room rumors. It seems from the report anyway. Uh, nothing too solid. Manny, I know you're a huge fan of uh, these kind of matchups, man. You know, this is your, this is your sort of stuff. You know, this is your real graps, isn't it, Manny? Look, man, I want to give the benefits, the benefit of the doubt to Anthony Conn on this, man. I don't. This doesn't. This doesn't seem like his kind of bag. I mean, this <laughs> I, I, I want to say this is Mercedes, Mercedes idea, but. I don't know, man. I just even I don't even think Mercedes would even ask for this matchup too. So it's just like, who's this for? Who wanted it? I need names. <laughs> obviously, everybody everybody wants the Rio the Rio match. So I need to know who's giving out these these matches out there because that's just nasty. And this is a way to set back the women's division. I mean, this is one of the biggest matches you you can throw out there with all the people you have on there. I mean, fuck yeah. Man. You know, Ibu, I don't know if uh, I don't know what you're doing, where you are in the US of the right now, you know. Um, but if you can hear me and you're available to speak, do you have any thoughts on Mercedes versus Soraya potentially being a um, being the block, blockbuster match for Tony Khan? Thank you. you keep the receipt, no problem. Right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, god, hello. Yeah, so Hello. sorry about that. I didn't know that Seven uh, Eleven is self serve, and uh, I told I told the lady to give me a hot dog, and she's like staring at me. I was like, "Bitch, where's my hot dog?" And she's like, "You can pick it up and you know take it." I was like, "Where's the bun at?" And it was in a drawer. And you got to pull a drawer out and put it in a bun, and then put that shit in the box. I didn't know that. You never been to a Seven Eleven? I haven't. I don't buy food from a Seven Eleven. If I go to a Seven Eleven, it's to buy like fucking cookies or cigarettes or some shit. What are we talking about, Soraya? Cookies and cigarettes, man. What a freaking combo. Soraya, Miss Soraya, Mercedes, cookies, cigarettes, you know. Take uh, your piece, mate. Okay. Uh, the, the, the 7-Eleven sugar cookies are incredible. They're soft. They're two of them for one dollar. Right, I was, I was, all right. Uh, Mercedes, Mercedes is the greatest American women's wrestler of all time. I would love to see her on AEW programming. It would be a it was it would have been amazing to see her at Forbidden Door. I'm sure we all agree on that, right? If that mm-hmm. opportunity was used to face Soraya, that's fucking crazy. I don't give a shit what the fucking story background is. That's something you do if you have her guaranteed for multiple dates. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say she can do four to five appearances. Then yeah, one of them could be Soraya. If it's one, you do the best match possible with her. So, um, yeah, that's just a crazy report if true. Uh, but I do think at some point we will see Mercedes and AEW. So that's my take on that. Yeah, it feels like there is some progress being made, you know. Um, progress. Well, we say uh, progress being made. It's, it says in the report that there has been like at least contacts since um, 
going as far back as January, which, you know, uh, of course, January was around the month, I believe it was the month where a lot of people were expecting her to show up on the um, on mm-hmm. the L- LA show, you know, which didn't come to fruition. Um, and since then, kind of like the hype and the belief of her showing up in AEW was, well, it really just, it just plummeted, to be honest. Um, and then, you know, in recent weeks, it's starting to pick up again and, you know, a lot of people in January when she didn't show up were kind of just like um, resigned to the idea of she's going back to WWE in the summer. Um, that doesn't look like that's happening either. As of right now, you know, we don't know. A report could drop tomorrow and it all changes, you know. But um, as of right now, it does not seem like uh, Mercedes, Sasha Banks is showing up at SummerSlam this year. So um, it'll be interesting to see where she goes when she recovers from injury. Of course, it's massively disappointing, but it sounds like she's not going to make a forbidden door because uh, that would have been perfect, you know, for both companies involved, New Japan and AEW, um, in terms of using Mercedes, so quite brutal in that sense, but we'll see if she does show up, and um, I'm kind of with Ibu, really, like, you know, you could, if you only have her for one match, one day, you know, big pay-per-view yeah. match, Soraya would be quite a crazy choice, you know. Um, like I said, like I said uh, yesterday, man, no, no, none, I know what, we're in a little bubble here on our little podcast and everything, but, like, no one was calling for that match, bro, like, no one, no, no one, no. so, and I'm not mad at Soraya or anything, you know, I'm not going to bury the girl, you know, but, yeah, no, that's she's, she's a lovely lady, she's a really, really nice woman, you know. She's listen, man. She's uh, she's playing a role. She's playing a role on uh, she's playing a role on TV well as well at the minute. You know, she's doing a thing. But in terms of getting like that much, well, let's uh, let's chill out a bit. You know, so you could give it Tony, you could give it Sheila, you could give it Riho, you could give it fucking Jamie Statlander, Charlie, gun to your head. Britt Baker mm-hmm. or Soraya versus Mercedes. Britt Baker, easily. So this is this is what we're this is what we do dealing with people. Like, you got know? <laughs> Charlie like, giving stern like, answers, you know. I thought I thought I thought she would have had to think about choice. it, but no, 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 no you know. Um. <laughs> I'm missing man. Like I said, man, I've so seen, I've seen them both well. singles. Like I'll take a Britt Baker match over a Soraya match. <laughs> I need so, that. I need that Brit. Not Brit. Sorry. I need that Brit Mercedes feud, man. I already have it booked in my head how I'm going to end it. But wait, tell, talk us through it, man. What's the oh, no, I, oh, no, 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 no. no I can't say it now because Impact's already fucking stole my stole my idea. Well, no one watches Impact, so fucking you know. Let's go through. I want. I wanted Mercedes and Brit to have the first dog collar match in AEW for women. Nice, nice, nice. But how would you get there, man? Oh, you can't just throw a gra- you can't just throw a graphical from me, like dog collar match, you know. Well, <laughs> Manny would do that. No, no, I would have built to this. You know, I've I've seen enough dog collar matches in AEW to know you have to build to this. You know, um, look, I'm not a meat and potatoes guy. I'm a guy I just throw big ideas out there, and we we we. we we brainstorm together to get to these big ideas. I mean, obviously, the first one you have a match. Second one you do like a tag. What's the angles, man? Where's the angles, bro? Would, yeah, oh, this is what I'm we do each here. Other a bitch to pay yeah, right. One liner turns out one liner of her calling the other person a bitch. Be like, oh. 
Britt's gonna be like, I'm the boss now, bitch. And then, you know, fucking. Obviously, you have to make Mercedes the heel of this program because I don't think uh, Britt can. So, uh, I mean, maybe have Mercedes beat her in Pittsburgh, you know, make Britt bleed everywhere, you know, like they're freaking brawling in Puerto Rico or something. And then. What? <laughs> I don't know. What, Manny, what are they fighting over? I don't know. Being the best, obviously. Probably the best. Uh Pride never die, you know. The yeah. UFC World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Like nobody asked Manny this. Like, like what what are they fighting over? This is what I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying like, to what, pick apart. I'm trying what, to find our angles. What did what, what FTR and the Briscoes fight over? Yeah, hey, they, were talking, you know, they were talking shit about being they were, the they best. Were going they were going out there um, making real music. Yeah, well, so even with the Twitter promos, there was like, um, you it's know, F- FTR were being like real condescending. Of course, Briscoe's took slight to it, and then they were doing the whole you being hit by Tony Khan, you don't want it with us, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, a few more Twitter promos back and forth, and we get like arguably one of the greatest trilogies in tag team history, Manny the Hooper. Yeah, you I know? mean. I don't even remember what CM Punk and MGF were fighting about. I mean, they're they're fighting about over being. I mean, You're probably not the guy for this, you know. Wasn't MGF just yeah. mad that CM Punk wasn't his hero anymore? I mean, shit. I mean, if they're fighting for less of that, then. Oh, don't get you started on this law, you know. The, I, um... I was just about to say, you know, if you want to know what that fight was over, that was a metaphysical uh, battle between two two individuals that. Uh, we're, we're in very different places in their lives, but but we're intertwined. All right, that's it. No, anyway, um, this, is, this is what this is what this would happen if we were in a big booking meeting. I would have I'll have my chair to behind to the back of everybody, and then when we're plan, we're trying to plan out the summer. I'll spin around and just throw out something like that, and then I give the after I spit out that big idea. That's for Monty and Joe to take the ball and run. You know, how long have I been on camera? <laughs> I've been on camera for about ten seconds. You're okay. You know? Jesus Christ. You you do it sometimes in these streamyards, you know. So sometimes we're live, sometimes you're not, you know. People know what you look like. It's nothing scary, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, a few super chats. So let me get to them. Uh, right. God's gonna um, God's gonna bless me with getting this name right. All right. Karan Mir Chandani, three hundred and twenty something. Excuse me for not knowing my currencies. Hot take. Kenny Hangman title raid better than books. Hangman's decent in uh, Hangman's descent into self sabotage throughout really added to the tension of each defense. Books had some wonky storylines, albeit with great matches. I mean, the both it's like it's yeah. a rupee 320 rupees. I had to beautiful stuff from Alexa right there. But uh, yeah, I'd say those two. Uh, tag total ones are probably one and two in AEW yeah. history, you know. So, you know, uh, like you've mentioned in the super chat, uh, very well that you know there's um, there's different layers to the different storylines, you know. And you know, there's uh, Charlie, how do you feel about this one? Um, I think it's a fair take. You could have either one of those two at the top, I would say. The Bucks are at the top for me, just because I feel like there was, like, just the match quality, like, and they had more mm-hmm. matches in their reign. 
Um, yeah. And just like some of the weight of the matches, like the Chris Daniels and Frankie Kazarian one, like the cage match with the Lucha Bros, like the street fight with um, Penta and Eddie, like there was just a lot of stuff that they did that made that range just so fucking good. But, um, yeah, I, I think that's a fair take. I would say 1A and 1B, honestly. No, like, there, it's not a fair take. There's no one. No, 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 no. Honestly, there's no 1A, 1B. The Bucks title reign is okay, fair. undisputed, unequivocally the best title reign out of any belts in AEW ever. I'm not. Well, yeah, a, I, I agree. I know I'm not. You know I'm not. A, no, no. You know I'm not the or <laughs> I'm not even. You know this. I'm not the Bucks person. I'm not the elite person. That's the best tag title one we've ever seen. And here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it. You know why it's so great? Hangman and Kenny's run was great, right? Tremendous matches, and it built to the whole, uh, you know, elite stuff and all that stuff. It was a very necessary step in the overall story of the of the elite, right? But it's the rising action. The Bucks run was basically the apex of the story. And I think that it, it basically was the catalyst for so many things to happen in the promotion. So important. Such a good run in terms of matches. And it was the peak of their characters, their character work, the angles, uh, the, the, the business of the company. On every level, it was just peaking. So, no, there's no 1A, 1B. It's 1 and 2. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I noticed a spider Manny, across uh, my floor in the middle of that, so oh. that's why I jumped. <laughs> Fair. Uh, Manny, you're the uh, you're the least emotional. You know, you're the you're the veteran now. What's your uh, what's your choice? Are you going with Hangman and Kenan or the books? Settle this manner. Hmm. Hmm. Stroke that beard. I'm going to go with the Bucks. They ended on a high note. Kenny and Hangman had a really bad match with FTR you know, at the end of their feud. So. And the Bucks had a classic with the Lucha Bros. So. There you have it, people. There you have it. Best run. Best, uh, People verified, you know. Um, I right. Showtime Spurs. Five dollars. So Chris starts praising MGF and he's back to winning quarter hours. Cannot be a coincidence. <laughs> Listen, bro. It's the... Uh, on purist reaches far and wide, you know. That's what they do. Uh, appreciate your short on Spurs. Uh, Darren Walker, five pounds. Two women on and wrestle purist goat Ibu on. What a great night to call. Appreciate you, Darren. You know, you fired up, brother. You know, that's facts. You know. Sounds like facts to me. Listen, <clears throat> before we move on to pylons, is a uh, super chat. I do want to make a couple statements because I got to leave soon. Okay, on, boss, how you feeling? All right, but let's get to work. Listen, um, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. I got to go. I just want to point this out. Uh, you guys know I'm stoked for Collision. I will be seated yes. day one. Yes. Uh, with that said, there's nine days to this thing premieres, right? We need to figure out ASAP who is on what show. I don't know why this has not been made clear. And I think it's very important for the marketing of this show to tell us what people are on it besides the excommunicated. Because right now it does look on the outside, like CM Punk and the people Tony doesn't like. And I think it would be good to know, like, oh, Darby's on this, or oh, Swerve's on this, or whoever. Now, it can be inferred, but I'd like to know this. So uh, I just wanted to point that out, and I also want to point out that uh, I'd prefer if we shot some big angles for this first episode. You know what I mean? So I'd prefer if they just shot big angles in general, well, you know? Well, hold on. <laughs> right. Well, well hey, man. Too much, can you? Well, yeah, right? Well, hey, well, hey man's here. I want to ask him this question. Um, yeah. Yes. How do you feel about Tony Khan announcing the main event 
before the Jay White and Ricky match because I feel like that match, I feel his announcement completely neutered that main event, and I didn't give two fucks about who won because I just know Jay White is moving on to a bigger match and a bigger program. Uh, I didn't think about that, and it didn't affect me. Um, but I mean, I, I could see that. Look, man, if it was up to me, bro, I would have done all of this way different. I would have had Tony make most of these announcements in the ring in front of a live audience. Uh, I would have had Samojo crash mm. at least one of these announcements to do something. I would have Samojo on these programs in general, talking shit. You know, Taz calling out Sabu style '96. You know, uh, so I'd handle a lot of this different. What's going on, boss? How you feeling? Well, it's uh, so- funny. It, it's funny because you hear Samoa Joe actually doing the voiceover for Collision, so it seems like it's his show. For me, and- well, he, he's going to be one of the big parts. I'm just saying, like, I'm not a fan of this pre-tape, 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 pre-tape match graphic thing. Like, it feels too separate from what's going on. And it's like, look, man, you got to convince people that this isn't a B show. And obviously, we we know that that's the intention. But to, like, a lot of people, I don't use the word casual, but to a lot of people watching, it's like, what's what's to say this isn't going to end up just another Rampage after a few months? I think that's no. what affects it. It's not going to be Rampage. I'm, I'm aware <laughs> don't, of that. Don't say that. <laughs> no, but, no, but it's true. It looks, it's you aggressive, know. you know? Look, I'm, I'm all collision. You know this. You know this. But, like, at the same time, like, let's shoot some ambitious angles. Let's prove a point. Yeah, you know I mean? definitely. So, definitely. So I would, I would like to see that, and I'd like to know what the roster is going to be, and I'd like them to inform the, inform the viewer that. So, that's where I stand with that. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the podcast. Uh, I'm going to go eat this shitty hot dog and get to work. Take care, everybody. Enjoy your shift. Bye. Bye. All right, there you have it. Let's get rid of him. There he is. He's gone. Um, all right, man. Um, pylons, $20. Happy Thursday, y'all. With Stardom being ruled out of Forbidden Door, what should the women's match or matches be at Forbidden Door? Tony versus Sheeta and maybe Riho versus Willow. Hmm. Um, I mean, you could probably sneak Mayu on there because she's the OWGP women's champion. Like, even if you're not doing the Stardom thing. Um, I know, obviously, she's a Stardom wrestler, but... Like I said, because she holds a New Japan belt, it would uh, it'd be cool if she could defend it, you know, um, on that show. Uh, so Mayu versus Shida, you know, you mentioned Shida in the super chat. Uh, Mayu's that good of a wrestler that you could literally, you know, uh, AEW's got a lot of nice women's workers in the division, man. So um, a long list of people that you could stick with her. I'd love to see her on the card, and um. Is is there anyone else that you really want to see? Like on the AEW side, who would you really like to see a match? I know Jamie Hayter comes up quite a lot. Uh, Tony Storms Stat obviously Lander. came up here. Statlander would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't care who she's facing. I just want to see her. Yeah, there's that. Athena as well. Athena would be yeah. amazing, of course. Uh, she's you know, she's on a roll at the moment. It'd be cool if she got a chance on like a big show, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. So, um. Yeah, definitely a female. That was a good suggestion as well. Uh, Manny, on the AEW side, what women would you like to see get a match on this show? Uh, Riho. Nice. Yeah. And uh, Tony Storm. Big Tony fan. Manny is. You know, he's a good taste, you know. Uh, Charlie, you got anyone in mind? Um, I'd like to see Willow on the show because obviously she has the New Japan Strong Women's Belt. So it kind of, of makes sense. Like yeah. in the absence, I think 
like the stardom pay-per-view is actually booked Mayu already for that day so and like in the absence of that belt it makes sense for willow to have a big match i don't know who they would put her against so i don't know who i'd want to see her against right i'm uh excuse me for uh if i looked confused for a second then i'm trying i don't know what this says mouse fan 84 mercedes <laughs> No, but like, even if no, that's what I was trying to figure out, but it still don't quite make sense, does it? So, like, I'll read so it let's, let's pretend if it does say that. Like, Mercedes, Mercedes piece of shit, only AW match, Sheeta right there. The fuck? What? Like, I don't know what that means, Master. No, I guess you can try again, you know? Uh, <laughs> God bless. Bro, 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 five dollars. Mazeltov to Max for popping that number while the elite cut backstage promos and avoid working. That's very spoiled. Very, very spoiled indeed. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Um, I appreciate the super chat, though. Um, Darren Walker, £5. Monty, you are wrong. People do watch Impact. Me and Joe watched the great Nick Aldi. I mean, you know, Joe's not a real person, so. It's all bits anyway, so I mean. <laughs> Don't shatter his dreams like that, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? he's got a fellow Nick Aldis fan, man. Let him, let him enjoy this. Uh, Caster Shaw four ninety nine. Appreciate you very much. Uh, your favorite, not necessarily the best. Orange Cassidy total defense. Um, tapped into Wrestle Purist. Shout out, y'all. Um, shout out to you as well, Caster Shaw. Uh, more favorite Orange Cassidy total defense. Um, I have a full list in my phone. Mine is oh? against Bandito. That's like yeah. the top one for me. Probably. I'm probably with you now that you bring it up. Uh, Charlie, if you can name a few of them to read, read your um, memory. So the very first one was the Rush and Preston Freeway, uh, the Luchasaurus Ray Phoenix Freeway, Shibata, Lee Johnson, Jake Hager, QT Marshall, Trent Seven. I forgot that happened. Uh, oh, yeah. Trent Britta, <laughs> Kip Sabian, Jay Lethal, Lee Moriarty, Willie Utah, Big Bill, Jeff Jarrett, The Butcher, Oh, uh, Dralistico, Buddy Matthews, Gabriel Kidd, Bandido, Daniel Garcia, Carl Fletcher, Swerve. I really liked the Swerve one, but also recency bias. Um, I'd say Bandido, really definitely, to be honest. Yeah. After that hearing that this. Um, yeah, after hearing that this, like, all those matches, like, literally like 90% of them are like, nice to good matches, you know? Um, but that's when you when you read out that list. That was like the only one that like, really stood out to me. If that makes sense, you know, like the Swerve match even last night, like it was good. But um, although I quite vividly remember that Bandido match quite fondly, so um, yeah. I'm 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 inside the Bandido one. I'm inside the Bandido one. Uh, any of you guys got anything drastically different? You know, I don't remember Big any of the matches. Big, <laughs> the Big Bandido guys over here, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Master 84 199. That tri states uh that tri smug is making Ibu wild stay safe. Amen. It's uh, rough conditions out there, you know. Um Jacob Donnelly, ten dollars. Feel like MGF could use a few more captivating opponents like Kingston or Samoa Joe before Adam Cole. Still feel Cole's not quite there, but hope he proves me wrong. Oh, well, we'll get into it. Well, Jacob, Go ahead, man. I don't know about that, man. I feel like Adam Cole pieced him up yesterday, so I mean I don't know. Hey, did he see uh Nox said we'll get to it. We sure we'll will get to, get to it. We sure will get to it. Uh what other news do I have here in Pan Notes? 
my professional notes. Uh, nothing else major, really. It's been quite quiet news going, uh, news-wise, unless I'm forgetting something. And, of course, you can always ask in the live chat if there's a subject you want us to touch on. Um, Monty, the biggest news in the world. Messi to Miami. Oh, good group. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't even today. <laughs> I was yesterday. Um, um, all right. Uh, Sean done an update on Thoughtful Select. It was only a quick one. Uh, it's one of the response to the people that have been asking him about Serena Deeb lately. Oh, he says that he's always asking about her. He's constantly asking about her. Um, she has not been, but he says that she has not been seen around backstage and knows that we speak. We say that they haven't heard of her being brought up creatively. So uh, she's definitely out of the game. I don't know if she's injured. I don't know if she's fucking... Done, I don't know. I don't know if she's done something. I don't know if she's, you know, we don't know. Like Alexa Bliss, she's pregnant. A lot of people were speculating about her for a while, you know. Uh, could be the case with Serena. I don't know. It doesn't seem like anyone knows. Um, but, you know, Sean Ross App is more than good enough at his job and he's constantly asking, he says. So uh, I guess eventually we'll hear or see some sort of update regarding Serena Deeb. Uh, Manny did pump his fist when he heard the name Serena Deeb. Um, I'm afraid you've been owned. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a positive update. I'm afraid. Um, but yeah, man, Serena Deep. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully she pops up with some sort of update sooner rather than later because it's been a minute now. It has been a minute, yeah. um, and she's very good. You know, she's very very good. Uh, Mazfan eighty four one ninety nine. TK should only book Preston in tornado tags. Oh baby, we are. Uh, we're gonna get that one. We're gonna get to that one as well, right? Okay, let's review this dynamite, man. Let's get to it. Let's get down to the real business. What the people came to see. What they're all here for. They want to hear Alexia talk about MJF. <laughs> um, all right, AW Dynamite. It opened up with Orange Cassidy defending his AW International title versus Swerve. Uh, the feeling going into this, and of course we spoke about it yesterday before the show started, was uh, this really did feel like it was going to be a step too far. But our guy, Orange Cassidy here, you know, they've been selling like, how she, how he's been beat up and how, how many matches and the work rate he's putting in. And, you know, our guy's hurting, you know, our guy Orange is hurting. And Swerve, of course, the trajectory he's on, you know, with the uh, Mogul Embassy and everything. And, of course, like just being like uh, a consistent... Strong presence on AEW recently. You would think, like, you know, he's in the middle of a push and you would expect, you know, like I said, the feeling around most people, especially us guys, was this was Swerve's time to get a singles belt, you know, this was his time and this was a step too far for Orange. It was not the case. Orange Cassidy successfully defends. He rolls up Swerve. Uh, he did grab the tights, I guess, uh, if you want to talk about protected Swerve. Um, but yeah, man, like, I was expecting like a dominant swerve title win, you know, like especially mm. with uh, over like a weakened, battered Orange Cassidy, you know, um, and almost like a statement being made. And, uh, you know, it was a nice match and everything, but it definitely wasn't that, you know. Um, like Swerve did take most of the match. It wasn't like a dominant beatdown brutal or anything like that. And um, like I said, it wasn't really much of a statement being made, but it was a nice match. The closing stretch was good. There was a lot of crazy bumps in it, especially. Um, but yeah, Orange won again in another nice AEW International title defence, which we uh, like, we always joke about it, but we find ourselves saying every week, uh, 
We thought this week would be different. It wasn't. Charlie, your thoughts on this whole ordeal? Um, I was shocked by the outcome. Like when it when it came out that it was like the first match on the show, I was like, "Ooh, that's an mm-hmm. interesting match order to go with," because we were all expecting yeah. the title change, and then obviously the title didn't change. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that it didn't change, but I think a lot of people had set themselves up for like Swerve to be winning the big one and like finally getting some gold in again. So it it was a weird one, like coming out of that match. But I really liked the match, and on second viewing, I liked it even more. I thought they had a really good match. Um, some of the DDTs they were taking and like the bumps they were going through were absolutely nuts. The bumps on the outside they, were crazy. Yeah, yeah, they were absolutely crazy. But it makes me think that they've got something big for Orange Cassidy planned uh, on Forbidden Door, and that's why they haven't changed the title here. So maybe yeah. we'll see what happens. But <laughs> we will see what happens. Definitely didn't go the way we expected you know but we're not we're not i'm not mad i'm not crazy mad at it or anything you know uh, orange cassidy's been a great champion man so it's not like he's gonna go out there and stink it up in his next defense like he's gonna do the opposite you know uh manny how do you feel about all this and how what did you think of the match the match was all right i mean it was i thought that it was the first five minutes were kind of weird because they were trying to work that thing where like they didn't know what was going on because there was kind of a lot of miscommunication parts in the beginning. Where you remember that one spot where Orange ran to the ropes and he was waiting for a Swerve to get. Yeah, after DDT. after we got out of the DDT, like Swerve yeah. reversed the DDT, pushed him off, and then the corner just froze for a sec. You know, yeah, and, and part of it to me seemed like it, all that was planned, like he was supposed to look like a struggle or whatever. But after we moved past all that, I really liked all the bumps that they were taking. I liked some of the early stuff Swerve was doing to work the arm. Like throwing mm-hmm. it, like slamming it against the the ring post. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then once it got going, uh, it became a really good match. And I was actually really shocked that Swerve didn't win. But I always know it's kind of weird how when Bryce Brent, when Bryce is refereeing these matches, like he he doesn't like when Orange is like in the ropes or whatever. He does not let anybody get near him and all that. So keep an eye on that. I don't know if that's actually a thing or it's just me just noticing like. You know, uh, Rice protecting his boy out there. I don't know. There's something weird going on. <laughs> Alexia, did this... Um... Oh, actually, hold on. What could these weird things going on be, mother? I don't have my, my tin hat around me. I would have grabbed it. I'll find my... it, please. <laughs> well, I... Okay, to be honest, I threw it away. So I have to go out there and make it. <laughs> so I'm not going to go do that. I don't know. I... I just think it's weird. Like, I don't know, like... Every time I feel like a, like a heel, we're like early in the match too, where you know how sometimes the refs don't really stop the opponent from when they're the guys in the in the ropes. They still let them get them, beat them up and stuff. But there was parts during the match where Bryce didn't even let Swerve get near Orange when he's in the ropes and stuff like that. Like, it just seemed like he was protecting him and all that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right, Alexia, uh, was this match was this match vibes? Bad vibes, good vibes, you know, how, how are you feeling? Good vibes. I actually really enjoyed that match. Um, I feel like, like Orange Cassidy's reign has been, like, really good. It's been, like, definitely, yeah. Well, and, like, every time um, Dynamite has opened up with, like, a, an Orange Cassidy match, like, it's always going to be, like, a good one. Like, I feel like I was a little bit surprised, like, shocked that Swerve didn't win. Because, like, I, I feel like everyone was, but, like, I'm not mad that Orange Cassidy won because, like, I love her. I'm a big OC girl. 
Sorry, Manny. Um, <laughs> Manny has not been a sportful recently, to be fair, you know. He's kind of growing on me. Listen, his work, he's putting his body on the line. This is the sort of stuff that Manny loves, but specifically yeah. pops in. If someone's in pain whilst wrestling and putting on good matches, it's, uh, it's a good way to get in the hoop as good books. Uh, carry on, Alexia. <laughs> You're all right. Um, no, like, overall, it was a really good match. I really did like it. Um, I just kind of, I'm not, not really, like, ANSI's the word for it, but, like, I'm just kind of, like, excited to see what's next. Because, like, like you guys said, like, obviously, it seems like they have, like, something planned for him. But, like, I want to know now. Like, yeah, you know, what could it now? be? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. It's like, if you're not going to put the belt on, Swerve, it's like, what are we cooking? You know, uh, Charlie, what did you um, what did you think of this? This whole Wait, Charlie, Charlie, or 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 Charlie, 50-50 chances that I've already asked for. All right, so uh, that was the opener. That was yeah. the opener. Good stuff, I guess. Uh, surprising result, I guess, as well. Um, next up, we had a promo package for the main event between Jay White and Ricky Starks. I personally do really like it when they do this and kind of build the main event throughout the show, whether that's with promo packages, whether that's with um, backstage segments, whether that's with whatever you do, you know, um, Build team main events, man. Um, something that they've been doing a bit more of lately. So that was good. Uh, we also got, as Brian was coming out on commentary for the next match, we got a promo video package for Brian Danielson versus Okada. Of course, the dream match of all dream matches. The celebrations going on on screen from the girls. You know, uh, <laughs> it's good stuff, man. It's uh, good, good stuff. Um, and then we got. Blackpool Combat Club versus the what I call the US Chaos, uh, the best friend Rocky Romero. Um, good match, man. Because this is what Blackpool is similar, almost similar to like uh, the Orange Cassidy thing that we yeah. keep saying. It's like Blackpool Combat Club never trios match most weeks, and most times it's good to very good. So um, this one was another solid one. Uh, Rocky Romero, of course, as we mentioned yesterday, love that guy. Think he's a uh, great. Smooth, solid worker, man. You know, he's always always looks good in these spots. Um, and yeah, man, this was uh, Trent, of course, always doing his thing. That spot when Claudio uppercuts oh Trent God. from the uh, from the moonsault to the outside was like insane. Yeah. You know, um, absolutely. I've really never seen match. that before. It like it was really shocking. Not to see not times like, like that. Not all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a uh, that was good. Where where what where are our hosts? <laughs> our co-hosts are turning really into weird. Mario characters before our eyes. Um, so I guess I'll I'll throw it to you first, Charlie. What did you think of this match? I really liked it. Um, probably to the surprise of no one. This is my sort of match. It was just kind of messy and all over the place, and it had the BCC in it, and I'm a big fan of those guys. Um, I thought like Trent really showed out in this match as well. Like. We've already said like Rocky was really good in this, but Trent, he's just like been really showing out the last couple of matches he's had. And maybe I'm just like noticing that he's like always consistently good and I've never yeah. really picked up on it before, but I really I really liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um 
Brian on commentary, we've talked about this before and we'll probably talk it about it again, but he's so funny on commentary. He's so good. He's and he good really puts over yeah. Wheeler you are. And it makes me laugh a lot. Like him shouting like about the elbows and that and about the different types of pins. Dude, it just covers pops properly. me so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way he's talking about the fucking covers, man. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it, it does pop me. It's, um... But um, yeah, it was a good time. I had a lot of fun with it. Good time, good time. Manny, Blackpool Combat Club, Claudio out there looking like a fucking machine again. How did you feel about this match, brother? Uh, I don't remember much about the match besides freaking... That freaking, that freaking shitter, bro. I, it was called uh, Trent, bro. Not Trent, Chuck. Bro, hey, did you see his shitty kicks before the match started and his lame chair throw? Bro, I said, bro, this guy might just be a PWG merchant, bro. That's the only time I've seen him be good. <laughs> and he, so what he hits, a, so what if he hits a cool power driver here and there? You know, a lot of cool guys hit power drivers, you know, just <laughs> I don't know. I just kept watching him in the match and I said, fuck, man, why can't this just be like. Trent and Rocky Romero or <laughs> that visual takeaway from that trios match is yeah, and also Claudio Castagnoli hitting that Euro- <laughs> European uppercut um, from Trent when he did the moonsault, and then uh, mm-hmm. Wheeler Yuta hitting that Busaiko knee, freaking awesome, bro! He's good at that. So yeah. there you go, Chuck. Your days are numbered, man. I I, I zeroed you in, <laughs> and I'm coming after you now. It really did. Uh... <laughs> You started off by saying you didn't remember much of the match and then you proceeded <laughs> to just really pick apart and just destroy yeah. poor Chuck right, you know. I, He's just swapped Orange Cassidy for Chuck, Chuck Taylor. Like, what is it with you and the best friends? I want y'all to go back. Maybe he hates everything I hate or everything I like. I want y'all to go back and watch Chuck Taylor throw those shitty punches and kicks. And I said, bro, John, John Moxie shouldn't be selling shit for this guy. He should go out there and kill him. <laughs> I mean, you basically did kill him at the end of the match, so... Yeah. Thank God he took the pin, bro. I mean, fuck, man. If I saw Trent take another pin, or I would have lost it on Twitter. Trent kind of, take the pin. He, Wait, yeah, no. he, he was in the ring for the finish. Yeah. Getting the yeah. shit neat uh, elbowed out of him by Utah. But um, he was actually the legal person. It was Rocky, wasn't he? Yeah, probably. Was yeah. Yeah, right. Whatever, in my head it was Chuck. So Chuck. Right, he was in the it's, to be fair, four <laughs> Manny yeah, the Hooper. He was like uh, in the foreground of the ring, yeah. so I get it. Yeah, so for Manny the Hooper and his botches, this wasn't this wasn't the most uh, yeah. unforgivable, you know. We can forgive yeah. you for that one, Manny. Um But Trent, Trent didn't get pinned, so he was right there, you know. Um <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm waiting for Trent to turn heel, man. I don't know what's going on. I feel like they've been teasing that for like over a year and a half now or something. Before they do that, um, I just need one best friend's tag team title run. Like, I've been waiting for this for literal years. Hmm. I feel like it's, I need it. I need it so bad. <laughs> it's think, not I've been so much pain. Being Alex, a best friend's fan is the worst. Best friends think, are her best friend. Before. I think you have a higher chance of seeing Rocky Romero and Trent be tag champs than you do Trent and uh, Shitty T. I mean, that's what's going on. Oh, <laughs> Shitty T is really, really like it's spiteful and not even like creative, you know. Yeah. It's just <laughs> Manny just hates me. That's why. I think he does, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. think, he hates the women of WrestlePure. Really, I'm gonna, 
I'm going to send a message to HR about this, you know. Um, but yeah, has anyone got anything to add on that trios match before we move on? That was beast. Yeah, we help it. All right. Um, okay, after the match, we are pointed to the Titan Tron, I believe. Or we get some sort of video package of a pre-tape of Hangman, Adam Page, and the Young Bucks. And they lay down the challenge to the Blackpool Combat Club. And it looks like we are getting that match next week. A huge... Huge match in terms of AEW trios. One of the biggest trios matches they possibly put on, literally. Um, this is good shit, man. I know, Charlie, I know you stood up and pumped your fist at this. Uh, mm-hmm. How are you feeling? I'm very, very excited. It's like, they, they just need to call them the hung bucks on the graphics, and this would all be perfect. Like, that was the only thing I was annoyed about. But I'm very excited for this match. It's going to be a great time. It always is with these guys, because they're just really good wrestlers. But um, there's got to be a big angle here for the match too. Like, that's my main takeaway. It's like something big's going to happen next week. I say this all the time, and it rarely does, but yeah, I think, I think yeah. it's going to be good. Yeah, they've done, they've done good angles so far, you know. So, um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they hit another home run here. So, yeah, man, Hung Books, Blackpool Combat Club, big business, Charlie, in the world of, uh, in the Chucky-verse. You know, um, mm-hmm. Alexia, how are you feeling about this one? It's gonna be beast. I mean, I really don't have anything else to say. But, like, I'm really fucking excited to see them. Um, like, like Charlie said, uh, they should just put the graphic hung bucks. Like, why are they so afraid? Yeah. They're scared. They quite cowards. Hung cowards. Hung they're absolute cowards. I think that's what I said in my tweet last night. I was just like, <laughs> call them the hung bucks. You can't call them the hung bucks. <laughs> What's stopping them? They're cowards. That. Like, cowards. Know? Yeah, just advertise it that way. Yeah, we'll see if um, hopefully we get that edit. Manny, is this real music? Yeah, I'm just I'm just praying for Hey Man, man out there. I mean, he has nobody out there to protect him out there. So, wow. Oh. <laughs> I really want to know what your issue is with the women of I don't know. I just, I just, every time I just see the bucks, I'm just like, I just laugh. I'm just like, oh my god, look, there they are. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? Like, where's this come from? You were just putting them on about ten minutes ago. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, they're, I mean, they're awesome. But when, I, when they stand next to like the BCC guys, I'm just like, these guys are killers. I just don't see the bucks as killers, you know, just. <laughs> you hey man's a storyline then they've done their job yeah they're gonna win eventually with the power of friendship yes. you know yeah, uh, like yeah. the miami heat in the finals you know what i mean no, i mean they're cooked bro no 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 bro you know i'm uh there's still five here go heat absolutely but yeah, man, uh, big business. Uh, I did say next week. Uh, Charlie, can you confirm that it is next week? Yes. It yes. is next it's week. In a beautiful DC business. Or wherever they are. Absolutely beautiful. Um, all right. Next up, we had a Osprey versus Kenny Omega Forbidden Door promo package, like the other ones, uh, like the Brian and Okada one. Good bit of business. Uh, good stuff. And I believe next up we are getting to the MJF and Adam Cole segment which was uh, very interesting, quite long. A lot of things were said. Some people loved it. A lot of people loved it. The people in the building 
liked it a lot as well, for judging from the reactions and how invested they were in each guy when they were talking. Um, it also received a lot of criticism. A lot of people just did not like it, you know. Um, you know, it, uh, I've, like, like I did just mention, it clearly worked to some degree because, of course, the people were into it, the people were popping along, the people were oohing and ahhing, you know, and... Uh, it was, um, you know, people were popping for the big stars in the ring and it was kind of uh, one of those segments. So it opens up with MJF coming to the ring and he's doing it kind of his usual shtick, really, of just kind of uh, shitting on the local workplace and talking about how there's no competition for him and he's really drilling that home. And then we get Adam Cole's music. It hits. Um, Adam Cole goes to make his full entrance. He does the boom. But as he's about to do the big Adam Cole bye-bye, MJF cuts it off. Uh, cuts the music off, crowd boos because of course they do. Um, but yeah, MJF he starts going. He's talking about how uh, Adam Cole he used to be such a big fan. He watched his career. He was flicking the channels, and he said he one day and he was captivated and blah 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 blah. And he was just putting him over. Um, <clears throat> he references different points of his career, a few little word plays in there, undisputed and shock the system and blah blah blah. The stuff that pops Twitter, you know. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, where else did he go from there? And then he kind of was like, what What happened to you? You know, uh, he's looking at him. He's just being super condescending. You know, compliments are over at that point. Um, he says Brit has got his balls in a purse whenever he, she leaves the house, which is very spiteful. He um, he took shots at the way that his body looks. Uh, he said he doesn't have the body of a world champion. He said he looks like a... Uh, the scrawny crackle or whatever the fuck he said. It was very spiteful as well. Um, called him frail. Uh, mentioned that uh, he sees what the fans say online about him not being utilised properly and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, uh, but he thinks that AEW does everything that they can to make him feel special. The music, the T-shirts, the blah, 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 the storylines, the title shots. But all they have to do to make MJF feel special is ring the damn bell, which, of course, is another reference to an Adam Cole promo, which you've got on Karrion Cross. So there was a lot of that. Um, I know I'm going quite long, but they did blame the segment, not me. Um, <laughs> um, he said also that... Um, he mentioned now about Vince McMahon apparently didn't see a top guy in him or whatever, and now that he's standing in front of him and he can size him up, he thinks Vince was right. Of course, he did actually name Vince McMahon as well, which the AEW fan base hated, but booed the shit out of him. Uh, and then, finally, Adam Cole gets the microphone. Um, and he, he didn't go on half as long, to be honest, you know. <laughs> he definitely made his point in a lot fewer words. Thank uh, God. Hmm? I said thank God. Business. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it was a lot. Even like recapping it now, I've got it wrote down in bullet points, and it's like it's still a lot. Um, but yeah, Adam Cole he grabs a mic and he's like, uh, basically he starts off with like, "Is that it? You know, like you're the great MJF who verbally destroys people, and that's the best you've got for me." And then uh, his first comeback, uh, he calls him a toxic. So he sounds like a toxic social media troll. Uh, he calls him a world class douchebag. Yeah. Um, he made, uh, he made reference to, you know, you take shots at my body because of my body of work. You can't touch me. I've done this. I've done that. You can't touch me. Uh, he then mentions, um, he talks about his body and how, you know, um, he says something like, if you're so great, let's both let's both go to the back, piss in a cup and see who comes up positive. Uh, let's see who's natural, is what he said. 
And then he just says about how look how he's respected in the locker room and MJF isn't. Nobody respects MJF. Um, MJF is a cowardly champion who does the bare minimal to collect his paycheck and have that belt. No one respects him. He's a coward, blah, blah, blah. MJF gets rolled up, says that he'd beat his ass any day of the week. Adam Cole ends by saying, out of boy, we have a match. Segment ends. And there it was, MJF and Adam Cole's first segment together. Um, like I said, a lot of people did like this. A lot of people were oohing and ahhing. There is definitely points in this that I didn't like. But I guess overall, it was somewhat successful, judging from crowd reaction, you know. Um, but there's definitely parts of this that we can pick apart. So, Charlie, I know, you've, uh, I know you're waiting to get in on this. Apologies to the listeners and to my co-hosts for how long that breakdown was. But again, it was a very long segment. Uh, details, people. I'm a man of details. Charlie, what did you like? What didn't you like? Talk to me. Talk to the people. Um, I'm glad the chat, the crowd enjoyed it and that they were into it and they were doing their bit in this segment. That kind of made it watchable for me. But I... Mm, this isn't for me. Which is like kind of crazy because I really like Adam Cole, mm-hmm. but I just I can't do these Reddit promos. <laughs> Reddit and I can't I, yeah. I can't do it. Like it's very every online. Time, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it is chronically online, which I guess like I'm one to talk. I spend a lot of time on Twitter, but it's like <laughs> I can't. Every time I think MJF's character is evolving, he goes back to the same old shtick. And I've just accepted the fact that I'm never going to like him as his character is now. So I'm just going to stop trying because it's it's like every time I get like mildly invested and he has a really good match because he's a really good wrestler in the ring. And it's like, and then he opens his mouth and it's like, all right, I'm just, just you're talking for 15 minutes about shit that I don't care about. And like, it's also like just copy and paste with other feuds that he's had. Like, especially like the punk one, it's just like, I respected you like when I was growing up, blah blah blah. And it's like I feel like I've heard like half his promos like seven times before. And mm. I don't want that, like in a wrestler at all, let alone a world champion. So I was not very high on this segment. I do think it was one of Cole's better promos since he came back though, and he seems to be settling in more, um, I feel. And I think the match will be good. But yeah, this wasn't a hit for me personally. Fair enough, fair enough. Manny, this uh, two people in a ring talking for this long, regardless of who it is, does not sound like your kind of business, your kind of graps, Manny the Hooper. Um, I'm not sure how much of this you actually paid attention to. No, I heard uh, it. Oh, here we go. Manny, what did you think? Bro, bro, I don't need to be fucking listening to MGF do his spoken word and wordplay in there, bro. I don't give a... <laughs> And him winking every time he says something Adam Cole said in the past, bro. Take that shit to a freaking jazz club or something, man. I don't, I don't, I don't have... <laughs> you know, yeah, I, mean, I don't need you saying something something Adam Cole said in the past and then looking in the in the freaking camera and winking. And then people and then you have fucking people on Twitter raving about it. Oh my god, look, he's getting real heel heat. Look at him. He's he's making all the people on social media mad because He's stealing their bits. Like, no, bro, this fucking sucks, bro. He sucks at everything he does, bro, besides wrestling, bro. Just wrestle. I'm just begging MJF to wrestle in. 
and people are going to take this out of, out of context, like saying, "Oh, you're getting worked by him." No, I just think he sucks, bro. I don't, I don't care how many times your heroes <laughs> let you down, bro. Who gives a fuck, man? Like, first Punk let you down, now Adam Cole. I know it's like I've had enough of this, man. And then Adam Cole cut a really good promo. I thought it was pretty smart, and uh, just I think he's found his footing. But god damn, bro! Every time I see MJF have a segment, it just pisses me off, and. I listened for the first few seconds, and he starts ranting about a town, like uh, talking about how shitty they are. And look, I get it. Like it's he'll he you pick on like the cities that he's doing it to popular cities. I get it because that's the point, you know. Like he's shooting on popular cities, but fuck, man, who cares, bro? I just, I just want, I just want you to cut a promo where it feels like you're fighting for something, not like. I'm just mad because when I was a kid, you were my hero and you just freaking disappeared because you couldn't cut it in WWE. Like, who gives a fuck, man? You're fighting for the world title. Make it feel important. Not you going off somewhere else. So, there you go, man. Before I just get more irritated thinking about it again. People love it when you get irritated, man. You know? You didn't You didn't get too spiteful. You've definitely been more spiteful in the past, you know? You need to... Uh... You know, it's one. Of, it's one of those. It was one of those segments, man. Like, people, there was definitely a lot of people that loved it. Definitely a lot of people that I saw that hated it. You know, uh, I'd say the majority probably leans in the former. You know, um, but still, man, it's like it's not like you're. Uh, I wouldn't class it as. You know, I wouldn't say you're in a small group of people feeling a bit of disdain for this. Alexia, you seem to be in pain as I was recapping this segment <laughs> earlier on. Um, <laughs> what did you think of this though? Lot of strong feelings towards this segment. Oh, um, let them out. Oh my god. This I it was dog shit. It was not for me. It was bad. It was yeah. not. It was for me, MJF is the definition of shut up and dribble. Like shut up, please. Like <laughs> it's it's not it's just a oh my god, the chronically online promo thing every single time it gets repetitive after a while it gets like it gets boring it gets stale it gets like you know oh you're you're getting worked like uh, manny said but it's just it's not like if you're gonna try to get like heel heat like cheap heel heat like at least be creative about it instead of like repeating the same shit every single time you're on like it was just so bad for me like it wasn't like i was the whole time i was watching it i was just not I was just watching it in pain. Like, I was just like, where is this going? How is this, where is this going? How long is this going to go for? Um, I don't know. That's just me, though. But, like, That's I know everyone, everyone's entitled to, like, their own opinions. So, but for me, yeah. it's not. It was just not it for me. And, yeah, I, I love Adam Cole. I love him. I think he's a great guy. But, you know, it's just – once, like, I feel like I'm starting to get a little bit, like, you know – uh, the MJF, like, oh, you know, I'm starting to feel a little bit, like, you know, more positive towards him. It's like, he does something like this, and then it's like, for me, it's like, yeah. I have to step back and be like, alright, where do we go from here? Are we, like, going back to the yeah. same stuff, or are we, like, moving forward at this? Like, I don't know. It's just... Part of me, I think gets frustrated about it is he shows so much potential in, like, That's little... That's the thing, yeah. And he shows yeah. so much potential in little spurts, and then when he goes back to these little things, it's just like, bro, what's the, like you show the, such so, like such great moments. And then you don't have to rely on this. Like you're already shown that you're 
a deep character that has so many different layers to it. Yeah. But it just feels like he just relies on that one layer and does and he doesn't want to go deeper because yes, I guess if he goes deeper, people are gonna start liking him more because he's a complex character and everything like that. But <laughs> fuck man, but I I rather just see uh, in, uh, complex character that the crowd is mixed on because they they don't know whether to cheer him or boo him because he has so many issues going on as a champion. Yeah, and he doesn't know how to defend it. You know, I rather see that than him going in there and cutting a promo on Vegas or Colorado. I just I just want to see the guy that we see hints of it during the Punk feud. And there was some shades of it in yesterday's promo and some of the stuff he did with Danielson. It's there. But he just yeah. doesn't want to go into it. So that's just my frustration on the whole thing. It always mm. feels like he's the best at like the very end of a feud just before a match. Cause that's mm. like when like the deeper stuff starts to come out and like he really taps into like some like the darker heel stuff that he can do. So if he could just like tap into that like a majority of the time, During like I would probably the- like his character a lot more than I do. And I don't like his character at all. So it'd be an improvement. But I don't know, man. I really wish I could get invested, but every time I feel like I am, he just says something that I've read 76 times on Twitter from accounts with three followers. So Yeah, I already see I already see people saying that, yeah, they already cheered. The crowd already cheers them. And that's why he does the, 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 the cheap heat. Bro, I don't care. I mean, I get MJF doesn't want to be cheered, but at the same time, I... It's just, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say, man. It's just so frustrating. Uh, I don't want to go back, back and forth with the comments. Charlie, I get it. <laughs> yeah, um, I will be right back. I need to go let my dog out. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like I maybe being a little bit too harsh, but because for the most part, I like keeping like negative like things to myself because I know if I'm actually honest about how I feel, be like, oh, you know. It's all about how you phrase it, and to be honest, you phrase it very fairly. Like you said, this is how I feel about it. It's not like you said Adam Cole's trash or MJF is trash or the shitty promos or anything. It was just this segment in particular was not for you at all. Then you thought the segment was trash, not the people involved. You know, uh, but look, it happens. Yeah, he might be he might be cheered during the promos. Who cares? But they're not <laughs> gonna cheer him during the match. I mean, that's what he's gonna do some heel shit. And it's gonna get everybody mad during the match. So I, I rather them have the crowd split while he's cutting promos and telling a story than during the match the crowd just boo him. So I mean, yeah, it's all come. It's almost I guess there's certain parallels in the scenario we're talking about with Roman Reigns. And if you did go down the route of just kind of being more of a complex character, which would in turn we suspect would turn him into more of a uh, you anti-hero, know whatever. mixed reactions, anti hero, definitely. Um you know, it's um, you know Roman Reigns. He gets big reactions, bro. Some people, half of the people boo him. Probably less than half of the people boo him these days. And he always gets a big reaction when he walks out. But if you put him in there with the right baby face, the people boo the shit out of him. It happened with Sami Zayn. It happened with Cody Rhodes. Um, it'll probably it'll happen with um, Jimmy and Jay Uso in the tag match. If you put him in there with the right baby faces. The heel will still get heat as long as they're getting the heat and acting like a heat uh, um, a heel in said match. So, um, but yeah, it's um, it's interesting as far as the segment goes. It's um, I didn't fucking hate it or anything. Um, it just had it just had certain things in it that I didn't like overall. Like I said earlier, I think there was a 
definitely some successful elements to it because of course like look at how the crowd was reacting to it they were really invested in it um it's two stars kicking off a few doing an in-ring promo and like really like doing like um, something that was made to feel big and i like that effort you know um and to be honest, when MJF first started on Adam Cole, when he was talking about like how oh, I used to look up to you, and he he does, I don't mind the wordplay and stuff too much because it just kind of like at the end of the day, he was making a point of uh, this is what I used to think of you, you know. And if he does his little shitty wordplay, like whatever, it didn't offend me too much. Um, I did kind of roll my eyes a little bit, at it, but it's not, you know, it's nothing too, it's nothing too bad. But then um, I rolled my eyes when he turned when he like. He like started looking towards. He was looking at Adam Cole, then started looking at the crowd when he said, "Oh, Vince McMahon." Yeah, know? he even said like um, when he said uh, to shut the system or whatever it is, and he was like, "Oh, there's a bit of wordplay for you." Like he literally said it. Yeah, I know. But so, like, like I said, I just kind yeah, of he's, he's like trying to break the fourth wall in real life. Yeah, what is? Yeah, it's uh, like I said, I was kind of rolled my eyes at it, but it wasn't like anything that I kind of would put the segment down over, you know. Um, and even him just being like, you know, like what happened? Brit's got his, Brit's got his balls and he's put in a purse, you know. Uh, I thought like the the like trolling, body, like, body shaming sounds like I'm trying to be like, uh, you know, politically correct or whatever. But like, you know, just kind of that kind of like trolling comment in, you know, it's just kind of like, bro, like, who cares? You know, them ones like it's just like who gives a fuck, bro? Like, uh, wasn't a big fan of that. Not in the way that I was. You know, offended of someone being body shot, not like that. It was just kind of like, oh god, like whatever, <laughs> like, whatever, Max. You know, um, and then he's talking about, I oh, see what they say online, da, 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 da. and like Charlie said, doing the kind of Reddit promo, which Alexia touched on as well. It's just kind of not more kind of a, not more kind of thing. And also just him saying, uh, you know, the one that made me to feel special, the ring the bell. Why would a heel world champ like MJF give a fuck about like how like, well rated his matches and shit? Oh, it doesn't make sense, you know. Um, so yeah, like him going on like this, this, these, uh, these tirades of bragging and speeches about like how good his matches get over with Meltzer. Well, he doesn't specifically like name Meltzer, but he did in that one match actually. But. Um, you know, like him talking about like how the quality of his matches and stuff like that. It's like, bro, you meant to be a heel. Like, why would you care about that? You know, like, why does that? Like, in theory, in kayfabe, like if we're gonna do this, it's like, as a heel champion, you'd want to run through your opponents in like quick time. You know, like if you was an MMA fighter, you want to get someone out of there in the first round. Do you know what I mean? And that's what you brag about. You don't brag about like uh, have your great matches. Yeah, it's just you know, it's uh, again. Uh, so that's definitely a whole lot point out as well. Um, Monty, look, the bright side of this feud, you know, the, even though we're going to have a shit ton of MGF talking, we're going to get that Roderick Stronger and MGF match. So that's yeah. all I can say. Maybe. A lot yeah. of things uh, that MJF also says could, lot, could like also be condensed. Like a lot. Oh, yeah, there's probably so like 15, 10, 12 minute segments. I feel like a lot of that could be like just short. A lot of MJF segments. It's like even this when he's like I said, he was going on and on and on at Cole at the start. It's like there's probably was a good promo in there if you trim down the fat mm-hmm. a bit, you know. And to be fair, what do we know? Because a lot of people did think it was a really good promo anyway, um, and they ate it all up. So 
again, what do we know? But um, but even like even to carry on though, like the Vince thing as well. It's like yeah, he got a reaction and stuff. But it's just like it's so online again. Like and he even dropped the uh, like the Keith Lee manager thing. It's like bro. Yeah. Just so like, people subscribe to Fightful Select and shit know about that. Like, not the wider wrestling, but you know. And I know that AEW fan base is really online, and it can be a gift and a curse, you know. Um, and they did react to it in the building, but it's just it's so again. It's like Charlie said, these Reddit promos, but it's like what are we doing here? You know, it's a uh, it's it feels just kind of like cheap and shitty, you know, and just kind of like. I don't know, mate. It's just not good in a. Like, he makes I, fun of people like being chronically online and all that shit, and then he cuts these type of promos. It's like you're just like I don't understand. I don't understand. I um, mean, like just like imagine Roman going out there and bragging about having a good tag match or a title defense. You know, like I don't yeah, think- it wouldn't happen, mate. It wouldn't happen, wouldn't happen mate. Um, but yeah, even uh, you saw in these promos like. The word like I see what they say online and online rumors and social media got brought up like four times in this back and forth. He, um, it was quite a lot, you know. Um, but even still, like Adam Cole, I thought he, in terms of it in the exchange, I'm with Manny. I think Adam Cole won the exchange. To be honest, uh, he made his point a lot quicker. He got there um, a lot just like smoother, you know. It was just I thought it was just better to be honest from him. Uh, I will say though, his presence. Definitely, he, he felt like a big star. He felt like he belonged in the spot, etc., etc. The crowd was with him, and you know, um, he carries himself very well. Definitely, it's one of the best things about Adam Cole is the way he carries himself, um, and just kind of the way that he's in there, you know. Um, but like him, his first comebacks being like, "Oh, you sound like a toxic social media troll, and you're a world class douchebag," was so like. Come on, bro. Like, he was just so weak, man. You know, like those being his like big burn comebacks was so yeah. like pathetic. I thought. Um, uh, what else? And I also didn't like on the the only other thing that I didn't like on the Adam Cole side was uh, the whole let's piss in the cup and see who's natural. Oh, bro, why would you like? Why would you like? Why would you imply that the world champion? He's on steroids. Like, whether you're working or not, it's like, bro, the history of pro wrestling is had with steroids. It's like, we, yeah. don't need, we don't need that shit, you know. Uh, I don't know if MJF is juicing or not juicing, you know. Of course, there's going to be speculation with uh, his body transformation over the past year or so. But, you know, I'll believe that he puts in a lot of hard work. Um, I just don't think we should be, like, employing that sort of shit on TV, you know. Um I'm not disgraced or anything, boy, but I just think it's, again, it's just another, like, side eye roll, like, what are we doing here sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, I did. I liked how Adam Cole kind of went and was like, you know, I'm respected and you're not. You're a coward with the way that, you you know, you don't you don't fight enough to defend the title, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, man, it, um, again, it felt big. I guess in a broad sense, it was successful. Um mm-hmm. But again, there was just details. I think it was a thing of details for us, you know. Um, I don't want to come on here and just be like, oh, it was shit because I said so, you know. Well, like I said, I could try to break it down and go through the little bits that I didn't like. And there was definitely bits that I did like as well. So um, an interesting segment to kick off the feud, I think it's fair to say. Um, clearly divisive on this channel, you know. <laughs> but, you know, it's... Uh, 
you get what you get, people. This is what we do, you know. You either love us or you hate us. All right, since we spent a minute on that segment, um, let's do some super chats. Please keep them coming, people. We appreciate them as always. Starting with you, Darren Walker, again, £5. Rocky and Trent need to leave Chuck Grenade Taylor and this OC. Trent should never use his mum's minivan again. Manny, how do you feel about this? Manny? Uh, Distracted, Manny. No, I'm trying to read the super chat. I mean, I mean, I, bro, yeah, I don't really care about Chuck's or Trent's van or whatever, bro. I mean, respect, Sue. Respect, Sue. You wear that, man. Yeah. Respect your elders, brother. <laughs> bro, I don't know what you guys. I just don't care about you. So. I don't know what I want from him here. You know, you just like. <laughs> You know what, man? I'll, we'll move on. But appreciate maybe, you, Darren. Maybe put Chuck on Dark with Excalibur on commentary and let them just do PWG commentary on Dark. I mean, just. Mm. I mean, I don't know. Mm. Oh, man. Man, he's new rival, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, easy Mo Conan. I hope I got that right. Um, Four ninety nine. Appreciate it very much. Real ones. Remember Chucky T's generational heel running New Japan against Trent. Absolutely. Feels like Alexia Law right there. That does, mate. I'll okay. be honest. Uh, I was again, watching Chuck Taylor Law. You know. Oh my god, uh, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> and again with another one ninety nine. Appreciate your brother, uh, Mark Jobber Fedman. Very very spiteful from you, sir. Um, but you know, some would agree, like Charlie, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Showtime Spurs, five dollars. Uh shout out to Colorado for booing Vince instead of uh instead of bowing to a sex offender. I mean well, it'd be a bit weird if even <laughs> even the AW audience popping for Vince would be like certainly would be very, very weird, you know. Um Crap Flash, one ninety nine. Exchange charges with me. Exchange charges with me. Um, doing some uh, law from viral videos, I think, right there. Um, fucking hell. Uh, Robbie Impact, one ninety nine. Of course, Jory. So a paragraph. Shout out to him always. That's our guy. Shout out to future NXT standout Gabriel Kidd. Where's that he does from? this just to spite me. It's because I'm on the podcast. He does it just to spite me. And now he can't do Very the bits nice. with Aussie Open anymore because Aussie Open assigned to AEW, so he's moved on to Gabriel Kid. Bro, I hope your cruise is going very nicely and you have a good holiday. Any God bless the shout out, Rob. Um... Showtime Spurs, five dollars. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. Y'all are just wrong. See, Showtime, I, I didn't hate wrong. it, brother. I did not hate it. In my opinion, you're wrong too. So I mean, we can go all <laughs> day about this. Wrestling's subjective. I got yeah, of course. Well, wrestling is like the most subjective fucking form of entertainment there is since fucking music. You know, um, but um, yeah, man. I, I, like I said, I didn't hate. It. I just thought there was certain things I didn't like in it and it was quite long, you know. Uh, but overall like successful segment man, you know. Um I thought it was quite funny as well because uh you know um 
last night, Charlie, when uh, we was kind of making a guess of like who will be next for MJF, and yeah. um, I was quite surprised that I was the only person that said Adam Cole because like before the last pay per view, yeah. everyone was saying Adam Cole, and like I know the match with Jericho was like shit, you know, <laughs> but like from a Booker's perspective, like I didn't think it was ever going to be enough for like for him to like fully course correct, yeah. like you know, and fully like change course with it. Um, people love Adam Cole, man. At the end of the day, look, a lot of people were put off him online from that pay-per-view performance, which, you know, was kind of harsh, I guess. Because um, he does have a body of work, as he mentioned last night in his promo, a very, very good body of work, you know. But, um, you know, <laughs> you get what you get, don't you? Um, right, anyway, skip along here. Yeah. Next super chat. Uh, 27 at 27, uh, £2.79 £2. Canadian. Ibu over AO. Who's the best carny in AEW? JJ for me. Um, Jeff Jarrett is, well, bro, he's had like three, four tag title, yeah. <laughs> tag title shots already, you know. Uh, it's, quite, it's kind of crazy. Um, Jericho has got to be in there, I think. He, pop, he, he pops me because he's just. He's fucking outward with it these days, you know. Um, who else is there? Like you can even people will call Callis a carney, I guess, but he he hasn't. I haven't really seen many acts of carnyism from him that aren't kayfabe uh, in AEW. To be honest, um, who else we got? Who are the carnies of AEW, man? <laughs> Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, maybe Rocky Romero, too. How is Rocky? <laughs> he's, wrestling, he's wrestling on Dynamite, man. He's, he gets those AEW checks. He, he, deserve, he deserves them, brother. He deserves them. I got to think about it. This is, I was just put on the spot. And I, I've just been on Fair. a... Yeah, he has this agenda towards me. <clears throat> I think he does. It's it's quite yeah. a problem throughout the duration of this pod. Uh, Mushin Iqbal Raja, £4.99. Surprised you guys didn't like the part where Adam Cole said, let's go to PP to see who is natural and who is not. That popped me. But I specifically like, didn't I, like it. Yeah, Obviously, I, I just explained it, but uh, that did not pop me. You know? um, Glad you enjoyed it, though. Man, this fan had a good shout out to Conan. That's a really good one, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, interesting, interesting. Okay, um, yeah. Did you ever hear him talk punk? about how people are saying punk, which is like considering yeah. he's a, a reportedly got a steel as his like right hand man for AW Creative, that is a that is carny art right there, you know. Um, so if that sort of shit pops you, you can definitely throw CM Punk into that equation. Um, I guess some people would even on the flip side, some people would f- uh throw the elite into that fucking into uh, that equation. Cody Rhodes, obviously, when he oh. was in AEW. Um, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah. But, yeah, man, I, because AEW is structurally the way it is with Tony Khan and everyone having access to him and everyone having freedom and stuff, like, the people that do have an eye or reputation or even an inkling of these sort of Khanism acts, you know, uh, they definitely will flex their muscles with it, you know, Um whether that's Jericho, whether that's Punk, whether that's fucking Jeff Jarrett, whether that's, you know, whoever it may be. So um, it doesn't surprise me that there is people that develop this sort of uh, 
QT Marshall. He's a. He's always involved, man. You know. Charlie, don't get me started with QT Marshall and AAA. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please don't. He's sending me videos and everything. Yeah, I was sending like, videos. <laughs> sending me videos. Like, oh, to be fair, the reveal really took me off guard, but considering who I thought it was, I'll take QT Marshall, to be honest. He's, oh. yeah. 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 Someone that was cancelled. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I saw some of these videos and I said, man, this is real graphics. I got to send this to Monty. So he sent me the video. He sent me a video of like, uh, I think it was the reveal, and I was like, "I'm sorry, Manny, but like, I just this this not not this one, you know." I watched it. I watched the video when I was at work. I was like, I think it was one of my breaks, and I saw it was it was QT Marshall. I literally went, had my phone, I went literally went like this, and then just continued. The, 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 the best video, the best video package so far for that that little few that's been going on was Kenta sitting in his office, his white office with the championship belts, and then the phone just starts ringing and he just jumps. Who is this? How do you get Phoenix? Phoenix is in the phone. He's just walking around the office, just yelling at his phone, saying, "I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna get you." Like he's out of taken. And then, and you never hear about it until today, where he gets jumped behind AEW. And I'm like, well, Phoenix has yeah. been at AEW. You haven't seen your brother since. It's like, <laughs> great stuff. Literally, bro, brother. Yeah. I hope this is a way for Black Taurus to get in too. So you know, he's teaming up. Yeah. Because well, I saw like, yeah. <laughs> I Whoa. I saw like the tag match. I was just like, hmm. I wonder how long until those guys show up on AEW. <laughs> Hmm. Definitely, definitely one to wonder about. I, you know? I hope Black Tour shows QT a few things, so you know he just shows he can really work. So. Yeah, something like that. Um, all right, back to Dynamite though, people. Um, Matt Hardy and Ethan oh. Page with Jeff Hardy, Zach Cassidy. Of course, Matt Hardy is in control of Ethan Page's contract because you know Matt Hardy, he's a uh, he's a contract pervert, man. He's have you guys seen the spoilers? Yeah, I haven't. So, don't yeah. give it away just yet. We'll save it till after. It's fucking it's something, man. I'm saying, God, this is already. God, this stuff is already. If you if you want to know, let's, let's I'll go like this when I'm done. All right, let's give people. Let's give. All right, this is your five second warning. All right. Um, we will wave at the camera when Manny is done spoiling <laughs> AEW shows. So, um, yeah, five, four, three, two, one. Manny, so, go ahead. The, they, they, plan, they did a match where, or they planned a match where it's going to be Karen Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett, and Sanjay, right? Is that who it is? I think Sanjay's the third person versus Papa Briscoe, Aubrey. And Mark Briscoe. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gotta be cinematic, isn't it? <laughs> it's the craziest. I'm young, guys. Yeah. Oh. All right, we're just gonna we're just gonna take that in, you know, because we've done the wave to the people, so we can let's not spoil it, you know. Um, but Manny's just dropped a bomb on bomb on his people, you know. It does sound it sounds very real and real horseshit, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. That proper graps that we know and love. Is that copper but or no? Imagine <laughs> I thought Charlie was drinking a copper book. A what? 
<laughs> I don't think you guys have them over there, but it's like it's no. like cider. Um, yeah, it's a cider here. It's not. It's a uh, Pepsi Max lemon. Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max yeah. lemon. What does that taste? We are in some though. Might break out the copper bags for that copper bags again at some point. So you're a Pepsi person, not a Coca-Cola person. <laughs> it's just what we got in the house, man. <laughs> 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 That's your real debate, man. I don't know. You like Pepsi products like, or you like Coca-Cola products? It was this or Diet Coke, and I didn't want Diet Coke. So I, oh, had yeah. Pepsi no, I also had Pepsi Max Cherry. So I just no like voice. sweet things. Nobody likes, you know, co- Diet Coca-Cola. You know, that just it just tastes gross. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like decent. Hmm. I, I like drink Diet Coke, Coke, but I can drink. I'm I'm partial to a decent. You know. I like strawberries and cream, Dr Pepper. That's like See, the I, I can't do that shit. The, the only flavored Coke that I can drink, the only flavored colas that I like is like, like lemon. Um, yeah. Anything that's like strawberry or anything like that, I think like, that. Like, is, like, is, is lemon just a thing you guys have over there? I don't think we have lemon sodas, do we? We have Sprite. Oh, I mean, yeah, besides Sprite. <laughs> it's Coke, but it's, Coke, it's Pepsi flavored with lemon. It's not a lemon soda. Like, it's, Anyway, we're going all over the place. I was going to say squirt, um, but I think that's a grapefruit. Right. Stop, stop, stop the cola talk, people. Let's get back to the professional wrestling. This is a professional <laughs> wrestling podcast where we review AEW Dynamo. So we will get back to that. Um, right. Matt Hardy, he owns the contract of Ethan Page and he makes him apologize to his Cassidy for hurting him. Um, you know, Ethan Page, he kind of looks uncomfortable here. He's not happy with it, you know, but he, he does it. And uh, they're all, you know, they're all getting along. And Matt Hardy says he's going to make him a better man. And, you know, this, uh, Manny, I know you, you've you been a fan of this feud, which surprised me. Um, where, what, what are they cooking here, man? What, what's going on? To be honest, I haven't watched most of the matches that have been in this feud. I've just been watching, like, the segments. And they've popped me. Oh. Uh, Honestly, I have no idea what's going on. Matt Hardy's a little strange fella. You you never know where he's gonna go. When you think he's going one direction, he deletes it and goes to another one. So I don't really know what he has planned. So I don't know what he's cooking, you know. Um but yeah, let's uh next match though. <laughs> We're the Texas tornado tag. Dr. Pepper, strawberries and cream. Um, all right. I'm sure, I'm, but I'm sure that Zay Cassidy can just like moan on TV. I didn't think you can do that. That's crazy. <laughs> Lexi, you're mute. I missed what was said before, so I don't know what the context of Manny's sentence was. He, there, there was no context. That was the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> this is how he is, man. It's fucking... Manny the Hooper. All right. Texas Tornado Tag Match. Uh, Hook, Jack Perry, Jungle Boy versus Preston Vance and Julie Sico. Um Going into this match, I don't think there was that too many people excited for it. But, you know, Texas Tornado always thought it was going to be like something, you know. Um, you're going to have a stipulation, you know, it's going to be something, you know. Uh, and boy, this was something. Preston Vance was out there bleeding like a fucking stuck pig, bro. It, it was uh, 
there was some real violence and chaos going on in this Texas Tornado tag match. Exactly what you want in this sort of match, um, to be honest. There was a lot of brawling going on, a lot of like uh, random spots that will pop you. That's what I look for in these like brawlish type matches, you know. Um, like I already mentioned, Preston Vance was there bleeding like fuck, you know. Um, he got hit with the chain by Hook. I think he caught him a bit too hard. Bust him open. Uh, yeah, man, this was uh, this was good stuff. Uh, Jack Perry and Hook at the win, of course. I, unless I missed something, I don't think they even teased the um, a potential heel time with Jack Perry. It looks like they, these two are going to ride together for a while. Um, and we'll see where this one goes. But this was a good match. This was some real grabs. There was some, uh, a lot of blood, you know, some suplexes and stuff. Man, this seems like this was your kind of thing, man. I mean, I thought the match was all right. I mean, just all right. <laughs> I, look, you can't convince me that because everybody thought the match was sucked too until Prince Advance started bleeding. You can't convince me that 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 was planned. I'm pretty sure that that wasn't well, that, planned. Yeah, I don't think it was. <laughs> Everybody's everybody <laughs> I, I was talking to was convinced that was planned. There was no way that's planned because Prince Advance looked so pissed off after that because he threw hook he into the guard. Him. Yeah, he spat on him, threw him into the guardrail multiple times, and hit him with the nastiest layered I've seen. So uh, court, that that was playing. He probably was pissed off that that happened, but I we'll mean, never know. You know. Yeah, we'll never know. But for for a visual, it was it was awesome. <clears throat> and shout out Jungle Boy, man, hitting hitting Prince Advance in the head with that chair. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Not enough chair shots to the head anymore, you know. But when you man, see there's it, good reason for that, Manny the Hooper. <laughs> well, you know, just I didn't sign up to do the sport. You guys did. I mean, you, some, you sometimes you just got to do it, man. You just got to hit somebody in the head with the chair and just live with it, you know? It's not my life, you know? I'm not the one doing the craft, so. I hear you, brother. Um, hi, uh, Charlie, what did you think of the Texas Tornado? And you're, you are the tag team connoisseur. See, I was like, I wouldn't say excited going into this, but I feel like I was more excited than other people because, mm-hmm. like, I, I was looking forward to seeing like Hook and Jack Perry in like a different situation because, like, definitely with Hook, like, this is the first time he's been in a match like this. Like, this was a really different thing for him. And I thought it over delivered massively. I thought this was really fun, and they had some really cool spots. Like, I really liked the wide shots of like when Hook and Preston were in the crowd, and Jack Perry and Jordisco were in the ring, and you could see what like they were all doing at the same time. I thought that was pretty cool. And whether it was an accident or not, like him getting spiked with like the chain and then bleeding like fuck for the rest of the match. Happy accident. Yeah, happy accidents. Um, but I thought it was really cool. I will say though, um. I don't think they teased Jack Perry turning heel on Hook, but he was acting a bit heelish at the beginning of the match because he was ripping Drillistico's like mask off, and he's like half his mask had been pulled off, and that's like not really a babyface thing to do. <laughs> no, so. no. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Well, Jose just tweeted that and just was mad about it. Yeah, but I'm excited for this tag team. I think they can do some really cool things with them. Absolutely, absolutely. Then versus uh, the FTR is going to be electric, by the way. Hmm. Jungle Hook versus Aussie Open is the new, yes. is the new <laughs> agenda. Yes. yes. I just I just decided that it's right funny. now. It's been decided. Alexia and Charlie have uh they've laid down the law people. But Alexia, what did you think of this tag match? You got anything you want to add? I thought it was really fun. Like I think like for me, yesterday that was like the highlight of the show. Just because like 
that's what I remember the most from mm-hmm. yesterday. Um, it was, I don't know, it was really nice seeing like bloody bands. Um, yeah. No, like, <laughs> I blanked. Hold on. Like, in general, I, it was just, it was a really fun match. Um, I really like the jungle hook pairing they have going on. Um, I really do want to see more of it. And whether that being like have Jack and Hook turn heel together, I would wouldn't be most of the idea. I think that's just a cool little team. They know their female demographic and (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Yeah, it could be onto something, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I um right. Uh, we've got one super chat that's been waiting for a minute. Shout out, Adrian, as always, 499. Appreciate you. I'm so excited for redacted fire emoji, fire emoji. I mean, with the way that some of the people on here talk about certain wrestlers, redacted could be one of many people, you know? I think, um, I think he's talking about the spoilers because that was like whenever we were talking. I think. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I just, you know? And, uh, yeah, that's when it lines up with. Fired up, brother. Fired up. Um, I. Uh, next up, we have Tony Khan's collision announcement. Of course, he is announcing the main event of um, next week. Yeah, it's next week. Next week's AEW collision debut. Uh, and the main event, as announced by Tony Khan, is CMFTR versus Bullet Club Gold, Jay White, and uh, Juice Robinson, and Samoa Joe. Um, we got the graphic. Uh, happy days. Alexia is giggling in the private chat. <laughs> Monty, did Joe tell you what I did to him yesterday? What did you do to Joe yesterday, man? So, <clears throat> I started setting up pictures of Samoa Joe and Bullet Club shirts. Oh, that's very sportful. <laughs> come on. That's why he's then, not here. And then he, was, he kept responding, and then I wouldn't respond back to him. And then uh, and then when Sean just dropped the, the, the his gif of Bullet Club, like, the new member joining Blue Club. I just sent him the the tweet, and I just stopped replying to him again. He's just like, "What's going on here?" And I just never replied back to him. Very sportful. You are very sportful, man. You know, you know how to press certain people's buttons, you know, and that is uh, that's that's disgusting, you know. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, the AEW collision announcement: CMFCR versus uh, Juice Robinson, Jay White, and Samoa Joe. Um, I'm sure this will be a great main event. To be honest, um, in terms of going for something um, of real stature for your debut show, I don't really think six months of the way you probably would have been better off booking a CM Punk singles match. Um, you could have done CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. Um, I know that there was reports and talk. There was reports of talks of it being Jericho. Um, I wouldn't have really been into that, um, to be honest, but. In terms of booking a marquee match for your debut show, um, I think that may have probably does have more appeal in that sense. Um, but yeah, ideally, I would have got like Joe or Danielson or just something that you can just plug in, you know. Um, you don't have to do much build or story towards it, but you can just kind of, um, you know, you can put Punk and Joe on a flyer and people will get it, you know. Um, obviously, it would have been cool if they'd done some really hot angles, as Ibu was mentioning before we got off of here. Like, you know, do some hot angles, man. Do some real angles and build up this debut show and 
some angles that may get paid off on the debut of this show, you know. Um, you don't necessarily have to have Punk in the building or anything. You can build without him. Uh, like Ibu said as well, like, if you've just got some other Joe out there talking shit, calling him out, similar to, like, you know, um, what Kevin Owens was doing with Austin, you know. You can literally, like, copy and paste a lot of that, you know, because it was in Chicago as well, like, with it being CM Punk's hometown. Um, you could have done some of that. Um you could have done something like uh, Samoa Joe taking out some of the guys in FTR after a match. Um, there's, there's there's loads of there's an endless book of wrestling angles to book a fucking match, you know. Um, so hopefully with this collision, they uh, they do go quite angle heavy with a uh, building this show because I was mentioning it yesterday. They definitely are going to have to build this show. I think they're not going to hit the ground doing nine hundred k. And a point three five on a Saturday evening. That's not going to happen. Um, the, it's something that I think they can build as well. You know, uh, get some angles going, get some interesting storyline arts going with some people that we haven't seen in a while. Have the right star power. Um, Ibu mentioned this as well. Don't make it feel like it's where the other guys are. Throw a derby in there. You know, throw a. I think one of the reports said that Punk. And the books, like, there won't be... No, they're not going to be on the same shows every week, but that doesn't mean, like, the Elite won't be on Collision and Punk won't be on Dynamite. So, like, I'll try and get that happening as soon as possible. Even as early as, like, the second or third week, get the books on there, you know, get Kenny on there, get Takeshita on there, get any of them on there, you know. And um, don't, look again, don't make it feel like it's just the other guys, you know. Um but yeah, I think in terms, I'm waffling on a people. In terms of a, uh, in terms of an actual main event, I don't really think this is a. I'll enjoy it, like I'll enjoy it a lot. You know, like it's a lot of guys that I really like in there. Um, but in terms of like marquee and stature and feeling like you really want to make a bang with your first main event, I'm not really getting those vibes. Um, Alexia. How are you feeling about the first Collision main event and just kind of the general feeling going into the show, which is nearly just over a week away now? Um, I just, okay, I feel like it definitely would have been better at like as a singles match between Joe and Punk, just because like throwing Juice and Jay with FTR, like, you know, they're just randomly like, how, do, how does joe get involved in this like you know to me it just didn't like just oh yeah just throwing them all together but i mean i'm excited i guess i love samoa joe so that is yeah but <laughs> it's a bonus you know for me anyway <laughs> yeah so it's like uh, but yeah i kind of i agree with you about uh you saying like doesn't really feel like the statue uh the stature of, of it being a main event just because it's like a six man, which I get, you know, they're trying to ease punk back into wrestling, you know, after being out for a while instead of just throwing him into the singles matches. But it's like, yeah, it kind of feels a little, you know, mm-hmm. oh, it's, it's missing something, you know, which could be as simple as it's missing the yeah, simple fact it's that missing. it's not a singles match, you know. <laughs> that it's already next week and it's you know first show and they've only announced that like you know mm-hmm. obviously they're they sold the tickets off you know based on punk coming back but like what else is happening that show like it's not going to be just a one-off match like you know i wish they would just start yeah and it's you know, so fun. yeah 
And also, so Punk is, uh, of course, Punk's not going to be the big star, and he's been presented like he'll be like the face of the of the brand. But so you said he's not going to be. It's not literally going to be the Punk show. Like it'll be a two-hour show. And yeah, if Punk is the main star and he's the main storyline on it, similar, like, say, for example, similar to the Bloodline on SmackDown. It's like they don't take up the whole two hours. They take up a lot of it. They take up like 45 minutes or something some weeks, you know. But they don't take up all of it. So it's like, what else is going to be on the show? Like, are we going to get a cool Miro angle or something, you know? Are we going to get Andrade fucking actually accepting some creative? Are we going to get, like, um, what are we getting on this show, you know? Um, so definitely a good point. Charlie, where are you at with the main event? And again, like the uh, the lead up to Collision. Um, I think the lead up has been really weak. Like just announcing this main event and like advertising it. Like all, all the advertisements for the shows at the moment that I've seen are just CM Punk on a poster, which I feel like gives the wrong message of what they want the mm-hmm. show to actually be. Um, I think like in a vacuum this match could be really cool and it will be a really good match but for the main event of the first ever show it feels like a bit of an oddball choice and literally just because cm punk and ftr want to team together and they went with like some cool guys they could throw against them like it feels mm. very rushed um i don't know I-, I feel like it could be fun they definitely need to set up stuff for the rest of the two hours because I can't imagine this ain't going to be like two hours of like leading up to this match or you'd hope not anyways um but yeah man I hope they can do some cool stuff with this new show and people get more tv time and they shoot some real angles for it and it's like what nine days away it's like yeah. do something do a twitter promo have someone like claim yeah. their yeah, time something. I guess. Like, yeah, nine something. days away and only one thing has been announced yeah, just yeah, do so do do an angle that feels big, man. You know, uh, I I I love like the idea of doing that trios match. Like, like I love the six man, just like in a vacuum. You know, mm-hmm. um, I love it a lot, in fact. But um, in the context of this being like what you're kicking off your show with, and what you're like leading in with, in terms of like advertising and matches, and what you're going to be selling on this particular show. Again, just go with the mark. Play it safe, man. Just book a fucking CM Punk fucking singles match against the big name, and just you know what I mean. You go from there, and you book this on like the second or third week after you've shot a huge angle with the people involved. You know what I mean? Uh, there's loads of ways you can do it. Um, I, again, I, I do want to stress. I do like as as just a match graphic. I fucking love this match like a lot. Yeah. Um, Manny. I know you're a big fan of uh, this match graphic as well, but how are you feeling in terms of it being the first main event of Collision? Also, just kind of a, I guess, the lack of angles going into AEW Collision and building the show. I never thought about any of this. I just, I just popped when I saw you the saw graphic. graphic. <laughs> yeah, I was ready to roll, bro. I don't know. I saw the main event. I said, bro, I'm, I'm fucking ready to roll, man. I, I thought it was awesome. I mean, just it's five potential Hall of Famers and a really good Juice Robinson that's found his stride right now. I mean, I'm, 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 that's not even me. You, know, you even said like, Juice Robinson. No, it was really just good. funny. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm telling the truth. It's five Hall of Fame guys and 
a really good yeah. Juice Robinson where you thought he was going to suck in AEW, and now he's found his character, and he's found his stride. I, I already, as soon as I saw the graphic, I just pictured the moment Samoa Joe and CM Punk stand face-to-face, and you get flashbacks to Ring of Honor from their trilogy. <laughs> and then I, I thought of Juice Robinson and Dax exchanging punches. You know, that, that, that's, just, that's what's awesome to me. Then you have Cash. Yeah, and, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I just picture like an awesome cash and Jay White cool sequence or whatever. I just, I mean, this is fucking grass, bro. I'm excited for it. I mean, th- I think it's an awesome match. And maybe I should have thought about the angles leading up to it, but. Nah, bro, don't fuck do it, bro. Shit, fuck it, bro. If it's you pop, you pop. If you pop, you pop. You don't need to yeah. think anymore yeah. about it, mate. Otherwise, you end up miserable. Or I mean, to me, no? to me, oh. it's just, to me, it's Sam Punk and Samoa Joe in the same ring together. I don't know how yeah, much. Man. How how much bigger you can get than that? Then, I know it's a six man, but this is also huge. I mean, these are all big guys in the company and, Ju- and Juice Robinson. So I mean, these this is just. And Juice Robinson keeps smiling. Shout out to Juice Robinson. He's really come uh, leaps and bounds. Since no, I mean, that's, I think he's awesome. I haven't given up on him like everybody else, that. but I mean, I'm just thinking. So, Jay White, a former. Wrestle Kingdom main eventer, IWGP champion, Samoa Joe, all like a legend, CM Punk a legend, and probably you can argue, I mean, I'm not going to think the Bucks are number one, but you can argue one or two best tag team of this generation. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just awesome. So, real grabs, man. I, man, I heard that. Real grabs, indeed. All right. Um, speaking of real grabs, old school grabs, there was a squash match next up, and it involved Konosuke Takeshita. Uh, he squashed. Uh, what was the fella's name? I don't know. Apologies to whoever you are. You don't watch um, Sean Spears. He did look a bit I like Sean Spears. Sean Spears. Um, yeah. At a glance, you would think it was Sean Spears. But I thought it was, it was Eric Stevens. Spears. It was not Eric Stevens either. Um, you know what? For the sake of argument, even though we're not arguing, um, <laughs> I'm going to find I'm going to find this gentleman's name because it shouldn't take me too long. Takeshita defeats Damon Ace. There it is, Damon Ace. Um, This was very short and quick. Um, Of course, it had a lot of heat. Takeshita came out with no music. They'd done the whole lot boo him to the ring thing. Of course, Kalis was with him, that dastardly piece of shit. And, uh, you know, uh, Takeshita, he deals with Damon Ace in seconds, it feels like. And then... um, Dan Callis, man, he, he gets on he gets on the mic and to be fair he doesn't say too much that he hasn't already said. He kinda of does the old you know, crowd's really booing him and he's getting great heat and uh he's just saying, you know, uh Kenny Omega, everything he's got, he, he owes to me, the books, they owe it to me, blah blah blah. He did name drop Will Ospreay, so Kenny Omega wouldn't have beat Will Ospreay without me. He also then um implied that he's gonna be creating his uh, you know, the Callis family. The idea of that pops me very much. We've, of course, already spoke about who will potentially be in this Callis family. Um, but, yeah, in terms of story progression, there wasn't that much here. It was just kind of an excuse to throw down Callis and Takeshita out there, get them booed a bit, you know, and uh, kind of keep them in the loop, I felt. Um, Charlie, what did you make of this? Or did you see any Easter eggs or hear any Easter eggs uh, for us here? Um I saw a tweet that translated uh, Takeshita's part of the promo, and he was basically saying he's going to be the one to take Kenny out, which is like kind of the sentiment you take away from all of it, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, the, the fact that they don't come out to music is something that I bring up every week because it's baffling me so much. Like, he has an AEW theme. We've heard it, like, several times before. So, I don't know. I feel like there could be something with that, whether they're just working on a new theme and they're leaning into the crowd, like, seeing him and instantly just booing and, like, yeah, in at the moment. Um, but no, I'm excited to see where this goes and where their, like, like where their allegiance, like, actually lies and, like, who they're going to end up linking up with. Because I'm still leaning towards the United Empire. I still think that could be a thing, especially with Dan Maloney defecting and joining Bullet Club. It feels like they've got a hole there now that Takeshita would more than fill. So I'm excited yeah, about absolutely. it. Uh, I tend to agree with where you think this is going as well. Um, you know, going down the United Empire kind of route, you know, um, kind of United Empire with uh, Osprey, Takeshita. Um, you could uh, you could be we could be onto something serious here, people, you know. Um yeah, Alexia, um what do you make of all this Don Callis heat, this dastardly actions that he's been up to? Because uh, of course you haven't been on in a couple of weeks since he's turned into such a massive piece of shit, you know? That treacherous little thumb will pay. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um Manny, um, if you're there, brother, uh, does this real heat pop you? Yeah, it pops me. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to the match because uh, I think everybody I don't know if it was everybody, but I feel like mostly everybody was paying attention to Callus on the ring. So I don't, I don't hmm. know if that took away from everybody watching the match because Callus was just walking around, just pointing at people and just doing you know Callus things. So He's great. In this Hopefully, moment. he doesn't take <clears throat> too much from the act, you know, because it kind of sucks if Takeshi gets lost in all this to everybody hitting Callus. Yeah, uh, but so far he's, you know, he's getting uh, good heel reactions. It's like, uh, you know, Callus is obviously getting the shit booed out of him when he talks, but when he puts them, when he gives the mog phone to Takeshi, then he does his, uh, he does his promo in Japanese, you know. The people, the people come up even more booing for it. So uh, the heat is definitely rubbing off on him, and of course he turned on beloved elite. So you know he's a piece of shit in most people's books at the minute. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I think yeah, we we can move on. I think uh, Chris Statlander versus Anna J, TBS Championship. Um, Obviously, this is Chris Statlander's, Chris Statlander's second match back, like second proper match back, because I'm not counting the uh, the actual title win. Um, yeah, I thought um, I thought I thought this was pretty decent, man. Obviously, Anna Jade, like sometimes she, let's be honest, like sometimes she has gone out there this year and not like, stunk it up. You know, um, you know she's she's not exactly a fucking veteran that's been around for fifteen years. Like this is it's natural for these things to happen with her with these matches. But I thought last night, all things considered, both of them done pretty well out there. You know, uh, no, there was nothing offensive going on. You know, uh, Anna Jay was getting a heat on her, and Chris, obviously, she's got great offense, and uh, they got the job done. Another successful. Total defense for Chris Statlander. Hopefully, she can uh, keep rolling. Uh, do you guys have anything at all to add on this TBS Championship match? 
Um, I don't really have anything to add on the match. Pretty much covered it. But I'm glad the production didn't cut away during Kristallander doing her ASL this week because that is a mistake they made last week. But they didn't do that this week, so I'm glad they got mistakes from that. Absolutely. That? Shout out. Hmm? What's that, man? What's the ASL? Is that like the moon song? However you do it, I'm not fluid in verse. He's stuck on the fact that Tish Strike calls her the PME. <laughs> he, yeah, he's oh, still. It's he's um. Manny the Hoofer man. He's one of one. One. I didn't even one. know she did sign language on the freaking. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a thing for our character since like before she got injured. Yeah, oh, like um. Yeah, she's been doing not sign language and signing certain messages for a minute now. She's been doing it since the Indies. Um, she's um. But there isn't actually like, you would think that there's like some deep meaning behind it there isn't um no yeah like obviously you people speculate like she might have like a, uh, a deaf sister or she might be partially deaf herself or so you know what i mean like something like uh but yeah funnily enough jay shell obviously many of you guys uh who are listening know of jay shell we love her very much over here when she interviewed her last year, she asked her about it. Like, why do you do it? And she was just like, I just, I just can't. I'll just do it, you know? I didn't know this was a thing. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's been a thing, yeah. mate. It's been a thing. Hmm. Doesn't surprise me that this isn't a... Uh, doesn't surprise me that this is a thing that Manny the Hooper's not super up to date with, but, you know? Is that a good song? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man. <laughs> Always. Um, all right, let's uh, back, back to AEW Dynamite. <laughs> let's lock back in, man. Let's lock back in. All right. Um, Jay White versus Ricky Starks, of course, number two. Um, I'll be honest, I was expecting quite a bit more in terms of uh, the way I would be like kind of like leaving this match really kind of similar to this opener where I was expecting more of a big impression and a statement to be made. Um, whereas obviously the difference to the opener, the person making the impression I was expecting actually won the match. But um, obviously in the opener, Orange got the win. I was expecting Swerve to make the impression. But um, yeah, the, this match just, I, I actually really enjoyed the first match. I know some people find it kind of like boring. Um, some people it didn't really move too much, but like I thought it was a really well worked heel baby face, you know, match. You know, um, they didn't really go too crazy with it. Felt like there was still some stuff they were holding back from. Um, I do think they had an extended version of that match that could have been really good, like pay per view worthy stuff. Um, but this match just, I don't know, man, it just did not move me, it didn't grab me at all, to be honest. And of course, the big finish that uh, everyone will be talking about. And has been talking about, um, of course, both men are down in the ring or something to that. No, Ricky Stark has, Ricky Stark has just hit Jay White with a Rochambeau, but in the process, um, knocks down the referee. Um, 
Money goes over to the corner to check on the referee. Who shows up in the ring? It's the guns. The gun brothers show up in the ring. They uh, they do a job on Ricky Starks. You know, uh, they, they take him out. And then, you know, uh, the referee starts to come to. Jay White comes to as well. He picks up Ricky Starks. Um, hits a blade runner on him. And then one, two, three. And that's your finish. It looks like. The guns are now associated with Body Club Gold, we'd assume. I'm not sure if we've got official word on that yet from any of the camps involved. But um, that looks like where we're going, not what I was expecting here. The match itself I was somewhat disappointed in, and the angle at the end isn't exactly something that like fires me up, per se. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, that's what went down in the AEW Dynamite main event last night. So... Um, you know, Joe Watt got another win, which I guess is good in a vacuum. But um, a lot of other stuff to kind of pick apart here. Charlie, I know you're the biggest fan in the world of the guns. What do you take away from this, mate? Um, yeah. Guns up for the Bang Bang Gang, like, I guess. This is what we're rolling with. <laughs> I'll buy into it. I can suspend my disbelief and get into it. I'll see what happens. Um... I, yeah, I didn't, I thought the match was okay for the most part, and then, like, the ending happened. I thought the first match was, like, a lot better than this one, personally. Mm. I didn't really think they did a lot in this one. Not big fan of ref bumps, but I guess why it had to happen. I guess why, I understand why it had to happen. Um, then, th- the guns wouldn't have been my first choice for Bullet Club Gold members. My first choice was Bandido, so which is a very left field pick, I know. But um, yeah, man, we'll see what happens because they haven't actually officially like claimed that they're part of Bullet Club Gold. Yeah. Jay White hasn't claimed they are, so who knows? Maybe they just have beef with Ricky Starks. Maybe. Well, I don't know where this is going. To be honest, uh, Bug said uh, nothing official, no official word, but it does look like it's going that way with. You know, bullet guns, whatever the fuck. Gun, it'll be like gun club t-shirts that we get. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Manny, um, I know you're not the biggest Ricky Starks fan. That's an understatement. Um, I know you do like Jay White, though. Um, If I remember rightly, he was was into the first. Anyway, since he, I think he froze. Uh, okay, I thought it was just me. I was like, oh, no. I was. I don't know where Monty came up with that saying. I was into the first match. I wasn't really into it. I froze. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My internet just randomly cut out, but uh, but Manny's a pro and he just powered through. You know, but carry carry on, Manny. More bad. Yeah, uh, the first match was all right. I mean, I, don't, I wasn't really a fan of it either. Just the atmosphere was crazy for it. Um, this one, all I'm going to say is, Rookie, I hope you have a fun vacation. I mean, just take the time you need. Soul search. Soul search. Yeah. Soul search. <laughs> um, Jay White doesn't have to work down anymore. Now he's going to be playing with the big boys up here. And, um, on AEW Collision. On AEW Collision, man. That's, just where you, that's where the big boys play, AEW Collision. That's where you make money. And then... Just ignore the houses, you know. Just you know, Tony's paying them big money. So, um, 
Yeah, man, there's not much to say about the match. I just I thought it was really bad compared to the first one. And I I really didn't care after Tony made the announcement. I was hoping Samoa Samoa Joe would come out at the end and you know lay out Ricky some more, but that didn't happen. The gun clubs gun club. Everybody needs a Fale and Owens, you know, every team needs one of those guys around. So <laughs> maybe maybe Jay White has enough charisma to spread it around to everybody, you know, make everybody a good wrestler or hang around. He did it to Juice. He might do it to the gun club, so it's... Oh, we've done it a lot up. with Bobby Club in general in that last uh, last run in New Japan, to be honest. Uh, it was a very common take amongst a lot of fans that, like, you know, he was literally just dragging the remainder of Bobby Club along, you know, um... And of One course, thing, now it's in the hands of David Finlay, which of course it pops Charlie down here, but it has received a lot of criticism. So all I'm yeah. gonna say is, man, those gun club shirts, man, they're gonna make some, they're gonna make some Republican money off those shirts, man. You know? <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> some blue money. <laughs> some red money. You know, that's what's gonna happen. Oh, red money. See, I'm not familiar with these. That's just. Hey man, you know it is what it is. I, I can't it's gonna be crazy seeing those shirts around. I wonder how they're gonna look, and um, that's about it, man. You know, I'm personally excited for the Bullet Club Alex merch, the Android. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. <laughs> shout out David Finley. He really catered these new like Bullet Club members to me and Alexia. <laughs> well, I, I, I will say because everybody is shitting on him. But the thing is, these guys, all the guys that are now in the new Bullet Club, they're good wrestlers. Yeah. It just sucks yeah. that they're going to be doing the, the Bullet Club shtick, you know, where everybody's going to be running in and interferences and all that. So yeah, take that for what you want. Group ever, isn't it? Well, I guess it's just more annoying because Gabriel Kidd's really good and I don't need to see freaking six, six Bullet Club guys running in to interfere in a match. I get it enough with. Wow. House of torture. Uh, hmm. Alexia, uh, you got anything you'd like to add on this main event? Did it move you at all? You know, how are you feeling about the guns and all this kind of commotion that's been going on in the main uh, events? The match itself didn't move me. I particularly like don't think it should have been the main event just because it didn't have like well I guess in, in a way I understand why it was the main event, but is it was okay i definitely did think their first match was way better than this one this one just kind of was like flat for me like i honestly wasn't paying like that much attention because i was on my phone like looking at it and i was like i'm not really interested in this but i'll watch it um the angle at the end itself with the the guns joining or you know helping jay i don't know i mean i i I get it it just i don't know it was I like I like the guns, but yes, I just need to actually see where this is going. <clears throat> like, you add the guns to Bullet Club, and like, what else? Like, who are they going to be feuding against? Like, are you going to put them back up in like the the tag like tag title picture? Where do they go from there? Like, you know. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where they slot in. But like Manny said, you know, he feels like every group needs a uh, Owens and Farley. Um, but it looks like they're back in the fold after being missing, you know, the past few weeks or so. So there you have it, people. AW Dynamite. I did forget one small segment, though, and it, it did pop me quite a lot. 
when um, Christian and Luchasaurus or whoever it was attacked Brock Anderson and they just go into the locker room and he's just there on the floor and he's busted open. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> getting back at arm, brother, you know? you got to take up Brock. It's Brock Anderson, one of my I favorite. Crazy Brock Anderson, <laughs> I hope you learn some Chinese, brother, because that's where you're headed, man. You're getting shipped out of here. He's one of my favourite like things that they're doing aid of it. Well not literally, but he just pops me out like anyone trying to get it on, they'll like they'll just kick the shit out of Brock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how they didn't even try with the blood, they just put little speckles yeah. all over his face and everything, they just yeah. ripped the shirt. Real graps, man. Real graps. Um I uh so yeah, that was AW Dynamite. And one thing I want to talk about coming out of AW Dynamite is the title of the video. Um do we think Adam Cole could be the person that dethrones MJF? Um, because I, be, I feel like going into the last pay-per-view, like I touched on earlier, before the Jericho stinker, I feel like a lot of people were kind of like ready and also kind of waiting, expecting that, you know? Um, I think the crowd, I think in terms of like crowd response and crowd reaction, he's 100%. There is definitely like something there. You know, um, the, the people definitely do see him as like the top top guy. There's no denying that. Um, in terms of him main eventing pay per views after uh, after that last outing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they did kind of make up for it with the mixed tag the next week, but it wasn't exactly a fucking five star all Japan tag. You know, um, <laughs> it was uh, it was a good fun time. Ibu is here. He's here for the start and the end. Ibu. Do you see Adam Cole as a AEW champion? I know the answer to this. No. Why not? Talk us through it, man. Do you I'm really want? Do you yes. really want me to be, be the man? Honest, be honest. Be honest, yeah, yeah, but not yeah. spiteful. Be no, analytical. I'm not, a, I'm, not you know? I'm not a spiteful guy. Break it down, Ibu. Right. So, so here's the deal. Um, Adam Cole right now is uh, somebody who just recently came back from injury yeah it is um he's somebody just who just came back from injury but he uh he doesn't really have that much momentum at the moment to be honest with you and so it doesn't feel like he's currently riding this wave of uh uh, of of just um great matches and, and critical acclaim he doesn't feel like somebody who's undeniable uh and usually what you want in AEW is somebody who's just so hot and so uh, who's just so on the precipice of, of reaching the next level, like Swerve. Like, I'd imagine everybody here wanted Swerve to beat Orange Cassidy at, uh, on Dynamite, correct? It's because of, of how he's been doing uh, leading to this show. So Cole's not in that position, and personally, I'm just not really big into him as a babyface right now. I don't think his best work comes as he's a babyface. So that is going against him. Um, mm. His in-ring has just not been great for a while i can't tell you the last time adam cole's been a part of a match that i would call great especially a singles match i'm, I'm you'd, you'd have to tell me because i can't name one in the last year i can't so, wh- which one the texas death match with hangman yeah that, that that's over a year now that's over a year now is it yeah, yeah that was yeah, maybe march yeah so that's what i'm saying uh, look, nothing against. But he's Cole, been out for like fucking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, look, so no, nothing, nothing against him. I've been playing this for like three years since he right. was out. Point is, nothing against him personally, but it's it's a bit of a timing issue to be honest with you, because Cole MJF seems like one of those things on paper that they always wanted to do, 
but uh, now that they've done it, it's it's coming at a point where like no one's actually really clamoring to see it. I think right at this point, uh, so it, it it doesn't click for me or jump off the page right now as a program. To be quite honest, I don't know if you guys have already discussed the promo, the head to head promo. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah um, we we're, we're wrapping up, but we're just doing right. the, the, answering this question that I'll just yeah ask you. yeah. To, to me, it's just like he just doesn't feel like the guy that's that that needs to get this this title shot at the moment bottom line mm-hmm. i'm in like work mode so i'm not even in wrestling mode but that that's the best way i could summarize this you know very fair like I said you didn't you didn't go too spiteful you know uh, no, i don't have anything you told the people you know? how you feel um it is what it is i'll throw it to you next alexia do you think that adam cole <laughs> could could yeah. should what about me what happened I hit myself with the water. <laughs> oh, come on, Charlie Alexia. We're grown up now. Um, <laughs> get, get, it, get it together. <laughs> get it together. Oh, um, all right. Alexia, I ask you the question. Do you think Adam Cole could, should be AEW world champion anytime soon? Do you think he could be the guy to dethrone MJF? I don't know about dethroning MJF. I could see him potentially in the future, but for me, I would like to see Adam Cole as a champion more, like, heel. I, I, I love thickhead Adam Cole. Uh, that is, like, one of my favorite things. So it's, like, um, for right now, I, I don't see him potentially dethroning him. It would be cool, but I don't actually see it happening. What's that sound in the background, Alexia? Oh, wait, where is it going? Is it Ale- yeah, it's Alexia. Okay, hold on. I- I'm curious, since you guys already discussed this segment, did, did Charlie like any aspect of the head-to-head uh, thingy with Colin and, and Max? I like that the crowd was into it. <laughs> so, so there you have it. <laughs> there you have it, Uber. That's all you needed. But yeah, Alexia, I think... Uh, I need to go back to hear, uh, hear that breakdown. Alexia is very fair, you know. She is very fair, even when uh, even when she tells fans of certain wrestlers what they may not want to hear. She she always keeps it very fair. We love Alexia, you know. Um, all right. Uh, who should I throw it to next? I'll throw it to you, Charlie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. You see those comments right there? Which ones? Yeah. Punky Kanta. I was Kanta. trying to go sell it. Mm-hmm. God, God damn. We had a second to get for it. Wait, what are they? I don't know. What do you mean they're doing fucking Kenta? Wait, is this a real thing or is Manny just it's getting worried? I don't know if I'm getting worried. I just have to stop it because this is very important for... Apparently, it's a Fightful Select report that's going on right now or going is it, around. Is it, is it 100% happening or is this just something being discussed? No, no. If it was 100% happening, 100%, then it would have been a match mm. graphic. So without killing Sean's paywall... Um, mm-hmm. Uh, the title to the article is Kenta being discussed for Major Forbidden Door match. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, CM Punk is a name um, you know that most people would assume would be discussed in this position, you know, uh, and they would be right to assume that. And um, of course, subscribe to Follow for Select if you want to know more. You know, <laughs> look, hold, hold up, guys. I see. I see everybody saying they're washed, but look, guys. This is a once in a lifetime, you know, dream match. Nah, you take bro. you take them when you can. Nah, oh, 
Yes, I, I tend know. to agree with you, man. To be honest, let yeah. him get his shit off. Let him cook, bro. Sure. No, I know. Him. I know. This isn't fucking Ring of Honor Kenta or two thousand, like early late two, early two thousand tens Kenta, and you know both guys are depending on injury prone or washed. But man, this is really cool. I mean, we're getting two guys, you know, that we we want to see dream matches, and if they are gonna wrestle. It's really cool seeing them in a ring. I don't care if they're washed or not. Same thing. I wanted to see Stone Cold Steve Austin and John Cena in a ring. Both guys, you know, are not at their peak, but it's still something really cool. Same thing with Punk and Tanahashi. That's still a dream match. I think when you're given an opportunity to see these kind of matches, you get them when you can take them. So, and maybe yeah. they might show up like the old Luchadors, man. You never know. Yeah, bro. Honestly, I, uh, I kind of I tend to agree with like the sentiment of what you're saying. So, like, how often do you get the chance to actually fulfill a match that a lot of fans were calling for for a while? Like, some people might say it's too late now, which is also fair to say, especially like you know, Kent is fucking battered out there, brother. You know, and uh, Kent has also got the reputation of uh, picking and choosing his spots, to put it politely. You know, obviously, Punk isn't in his prime, and he's been a bit injury prone recently. But again. To Manny's point, I get why he does have some excitement for it without just like immediately kind of like dismissing it, you know. Um, I don't want to say Kenta's washed because there's times where, depending on the match, he kind of shows out. Picks his spots, man. He yeah, like, his, his, spot. ma- his match with Murafuji at uh, New Year's or not New Year's Dash, what is the it? Noah matches. Yeah, the Dash Noah show. <laughs> he was really good. Uh, he was really good in that uh, match with uh, Fred Roster. And I'm pretty sure he's gonna have a killer match with Eddie Kingston. So I mean, he's gonna. I like the match he had with Nick Wayne recently. It's pretty fun. I haven't yeah. been able to see it yet. So I mean, Denny, Denny, Denny was that was in like Defy, right? Yeah, it's a Defy. Yeah. Didn't Denny win the title? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about that. So yeah, I mean, Kenta just chooses his spots, and then Punk hasn't really missed. I mean, besides having that debacle with Hangman in that with the Buckshot Lariat. So besides that. I think we're. I think it's gonna be something special. I uh, this 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 uh, this report makes you really sad because uh, this is gonna happen on the same show that Kenny is working on Osprey and uh, Danielson's so, working on Kata, Monty. I, I can't. I can't do it, bro. It's gonna look so. I, I, I can't do it. Hey, man. Hey, man. No, bro, you bringing up those two main events is like the real. Like, oh, bro, it's going to look like everything's going to look fucking shit compared to that. That's, such, like, that's so lazy, bro. This is a, this is a perfect example. This is a perfect comp. Hang, man. This is our version of Manny Pacquiao versus uh, Floyd Mayweather. There's other re- yeah, there's other reasons to pick apart why you're not excited about it, but to, like, to bring up that double main event is like it's mad lazy, bro. Like, come on, you better. Than so for me, for me, it's just that uh, I, I actually I'm not like as down on on Punk's entering like like a lot of people are. Like I think he's still. Oh, really he's good, awesome. Actually, yeah, I think he's awesome. <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I love his matches. Uh, I am very down on Kenta. I think he's like actively bad right now, Monty. To be completely frank with you, I think he's like really bad. Uh, so I'm not looking forward to Phil having to work with someone that I don't think is particularly good at all right now because, uh, you know, it's a bit of an unfair ask and a task for him. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is. I'm sure, I'm sure Kent's a lobbying for it. You know, Tony probably asked Punk if he went, fuck it. Uh, so we'll see, I guess, you know. I think there's a reason why he stopped tweeting about it. 
<laughs> you feel? Yeah. Be, 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 because because Tony probably was like, "Do you really want to do this?" And he was like, "Yeah." And then they asked. Probably. Yeah, there was a there was a Kenta was tweeting about it every day, and then he he said he then he then he it. made that tweet where he can't he's not going to talk about it anymore. So yeah, man. So uh, yeah, Kenta being discussed for a merger matchup for Benidorm with of course CM Punk tonight being the one popping up. Um, of course, there's more details on the fourth for select report. Um, I know uh, I know we aggregate fourth for select on our Twitter page and stuff, but we do you know we do we not sure you know. We'll wait a minute before we just put out the whole thing, you know. I might be an animal, man. I mean, you might not even see me anymore. I don't even think I'll be around for this, man. This well, is... when, that, when that thing happens. Dude, man, me, me and Manny are really pleasantly popping. <laughs> I'm not on Manny's level at all, but, you know. <laughs> Charlie, Ibu's disgusted. Charlie and Alexia just so sat sad. there in silence. Oh, man, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm give a, a shit. You know, <laughs> after this show, after this show, if it happens, I'll stop for it. If it doesn't, I don't really care. Charlie, there are you gonna make go. the show? Hmm? Are you gonna make the show? Yeah, she's gonna be at the show. Oh yeah. You know this. That's all I've talked about. <laughs> Bro, I think Charlie was just uh, t- taken back by you asking quite a y'all, silly question. Y'all, y'all, y'all forget I got CTE. You know what I mean? So sometimes things Definitely just slip through the crack. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm saying, I'm not even dementia. Like, it's called people dementia, not CTE. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> old man. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was we? We were talking MGF and his championship potential. Um, does anybody feel? Does anyone feel particularly strongly about this? Or Philip Manny might have something to say. Yeah. Uh, I really. This is kind of weird. I don't know if you want Adam Cole to win the 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 match the next week because I don't know if I'm ready to see Adam Cole lose another title shot. You know. So I think you just have. I think you just have MJF beat him again to show that he's not ready, and then you start building it up, and then you maybe. You throw in, hey man, Roderick Strong fights for you know Adam Cole's honor, and we get a we get the Roderick Strong. I <laughs> get the Roddy match. Yeah, you know? so, it, it really that they were doing the, the, yes. and then eliminate a match for this. I don't know I, um, that Adam Cole's winning next week. I really don't. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm curious what the play is here. Uh, I wonder if someone probably like DQ mm, or something. Mm. It, it, Max would do a DQ, so that that's that's in the realm of possibility, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but it's but the case is, it's just like, where is it going and when is it getting paid off? You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. You know, you know, I have I have something to say about Max. Of so, course you do. <laughs> so I know I know it's not the popular thing to say now because a lot of people are tired of his promos and his style and all that stuff. But Monty, I, I genuinely feel like the trend all year is they're they're handing him guys that are undeniably talented, but where they stood presently when they were starting the FIBA Max was like they were kind of like not on the right track, whether it be through creative or whatever. And it's almost like Max has to rehabilitate them through his storyline with them. You know what I mean? Like hmm. we all know Danielson's the goat, but when he starts, I don't, know if it, I don't think it's I don't think it's a sense of. Uh... I don't think it's a oh Max we rehabilitate them. I think it's more of a let's book them in a title feud to rehabilitate them. Not like oh Max is going to get the best out of them. I don't think it's that at all. To be honest, I, I don't. I don't think that's what Tony's thinking. 
but that's what's ending up happening, if that makes any sense. Like, for example, when, when the Pillars thing started, it wasn't like the other three were, like, at the peak of, like, they're, like, just, you know, they're Jack runs. Perry was doing all right. He just beat Christian really- on pay-per-view. Obviously, Darby and Sammy were very standout in that regard because they weren't even on the pay-per-view. Whereas, right, you right. know, uh, Jack Perry at least had, like, a big win over a big mm. star. Do you know what I mean? He was on a decent run. Right. Danielson, when he got with Max, it was right after, like, the Jericho verse stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and, and in here with Cole also, it's like another guy, ironically, coming out of the Jericho verse. Uh, I don't know. It, it just, it, it almost feels like who even would be a candidate of a guy who's just, like, on a super roll right now, red hot, doing great, going right? Like, who could that be that would go toe-to-toe with Max? It just feels like they're throwing in these guys who are lukewarm, you know? Besides Omega, because that, that would be your pick, you know? Yeah, of course, Omega, I think, uh, right. because that's the bit, cause that's the big story, and, you know, that's the big story of AW at the minute, like the BCC, the Elite stuff, like that's the that's the big angles, that's what has the big heat with Callis, that's just, that's where the stars are, you know, that's where it's at right now with AW in terms of booking. So right. I just think, you know, you put all your chips on the table, brother, you put the belt on fucking Danielson or Omega or someone, or fucking, I don't know. Um, I think not Wheeler either. Know. Monty, well, I, just, no, no, no. I, have, I have a limit, you know. <laughs> I just, I just, I just thought about this, Monty. Oh, Tony go ahead. Con, Tony Khan. Shut up, people. <laughs> Tony Khan. Tony Khan owns Ring of Honor, right? Yes, he does. Does he I have the right him. to Kanta's old Ring of Honor theme song, man? Imagine him coming out to that Rey Mysterio. I'd Nintendo imagine song. that he does. Yes. If I had to guess. That's electric, man. I need to see him come out to that one more time. That's... <laughs> one more time. One last one. <laughs> Me and Manny are going to be discussed in live tweeting mm. this CM Punk versus Kenton deal. Yeah. You know? Kenton will do like one somewhat hard kick. And Me and just, Manny will be like, yes. Just, <laughs> just picture them fighting for the GTS spot, you know? Just imagine that. that That's pornographic, brother. I don't know what to tell you. Somebody, no, you know what? I'll just do it. I'll, I'll post a clip of Kenton walking out to Ring of Honor, his Ring of Honor. Very mysterious theme song. Go I'm ahead, like, brother. People need if, it. If, um, this, if this is a three and a half, I want everybody to preemptively block me. Oh, bro, you ain't got to worry about that. Three and a half, I'll bump it to four and a half. Bro, I promise, bro, I promise you, <laughs> Ken, Ken is not going to get in this spot and just fucking do what he does 90% bro, of the time. Where he's just kind of like chilling, you know? Like, he will he'll show, up in, he'll show up in like, he'll show up in Noah mode, you know? He, he comes mm. out with the. He comes out with the. He looked good in Noah, man. He did look good in Noah. That, he looked, yeah. that, that, that tag he was awesome. It was weird. Like, it's like he just woke up for like. He's got it day. in him, bro. It's just. I don't think he just. Not, I, I think he just had a good day. I think he's just feeling no, good that I, day. The, the lights are too bright for him to fail. I, no, imagine him coming. Imagine him coming out. That's where I'm at, man. Imagine him coming out in those yellow and brown shorts one last time, bro. And you're just like, what's oh, <laughs> last time, bro? Like that's what I'm saying, man. This is the so, last ride. This is Kenta's last ride, and we have a documentary this is, this about is it, it, brother. Yeah, this is it, brother. You know, this is it. Um, Honestly, he won't do it, but th- this would be an epic retirement match for him. Like, loser has to, like, <laughs> retire from wrestling. <laughs> oh, right, it would be. Ken, Ken, no, listen, no. I'm telling you, man, when the when the lights are bright, I'm, I get it. Like, if you think Kent is ass in 2023, like, I'm not <laughs> going to, I'm not going to, like, try and convince you that you're wrong or anything like that. Like, I think it's somewhat fair at this point with, like, his effort level and stuff in a lot of the time. Um, He's worse than Nakamura. But bro, when when listen, bro, when when the lights are bright, 
you know, fucking. It's even. I think it was like when was it? Like last year's Wrestle Kingdom, that fucking insane match he had with Tanahashi, bro. Like, where did that and come from? Him up, you know, for, for a whole year. Yeah, it fucked him up for like eight months. He was, he was cooked, bro. You know, he he left it all out there in the dome. You know, and then obviously he had the good matches in Noah and the big stage and that. Like I said, when when he's got a real match that he can get his teeth into, he uh, he can do the dance, man. He can do the dance. Who's everybody's, who's, who's everybody's favorite washed wrestler right now? Uh, my favorite washed wrestler, um, Blue Demon Junior. <laughs> LA, LA Park, LA Park, you know, another guys. fair one, another very fair one. Um, Mom, did you gosh. see the match graphic announced? Uh, Roosh, Roosh and LA Park versus Sam Adonis and and uh, uh what's his name, Psycho Clown? No, oh, some That's big stars, some big stars, brother. Bro, if if Roosh, if Roosh and uh, and LA Park lose, hair versus mask match at Triple Mania. This is this is this is what real graphs is all about, guys. This is, oh, 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 this you, you know, you the know real runs, easy, brother. I got an easy answer, actually. It's Tanahashi. <laughs> yeah, tell Tana did come to mind for me because uh, his knees are cooked, face. Um. <laughs> I'll give him my knees. It's fine. He, he walks like me. You know. All right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You guys just saw. What you guys just saw right now for the last ten minutes was, well, usually what me and Monty do on the on the post show. But over three hours. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, man. Oh, we were alive for a second. <laughs> we, we spoke about we spoke about the select yeah. reports at full. I forgot we were alive too, so I looked at the live thing. <laughs> wait, wait, this, yeah, wait, 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 we're still out here, brother. We've got a few super chats, man. So let's do them and we'll wrap it up because we are. We've just gone past the two-hour thirty mark, so you know we're uh, we've been here for a while we appreciate everyone who's tuned in please like the video if you haven't already let's get those likes up because you know they help us out uh this definitely helps us out too the super chat so showtime spurs five dollars the house shows are working for people like anna j and sky blue i hope to see them continue um i mean when people like that are actually given matches you know um on these house shows and yeah it works but at the minute the house show matches are like super random it's not like they're actually doing much of these like development kind of matches um but yeah more of them would be great um ace rules 319199 appreciate it throw your gums up throw your guns up for the bang bang gang there you have it alexia is throwing up some guns there's a real one uh <laughs> M's are down five dollars. All political power comes from the barrel of a gun. Very aggressive, sir. Do not condone. Uh, Mazfan eighty four one ninety nine. Big Bill in Bang Bang Gang as the heavy. Please, TK. Hmm. Don't know. Don't know, mate. Uh, Zadang again five dollars. Ibu, this is karma for you embracing capitalist warlord Cody Rhodes. <laughs> He's the best wrestler well, I've ever seen. Well, hold on. All right. All right. All right. Come on. Come on. I love me some American nightmare, Cody Rhodes, you know. I'm on the roller coaster, you know. I've seen him live. I've done the world. I've done it all, brother, you know. You, you do the world? 
Yeah, well, it did I do the wall? You, you think you're dealing with fucking Monty Bananas? Of course I did the fucking wall. <laughs> you think this is? Um, yeah, man. But well, even for me, you, 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 take it you took it a bit. Oh, we've got, a, as AO would call him, oh Ri- Richard. Richard. Oh Richard. I will not be doing the accent. Apologize, Ricky. Uh, Ibu, Zaddy, I needed you with me yesterday. Sad face. Ibu, for what? your response. For what? Protecting him, brother. You know? Protecting oh. him. He needs you. He needed you. thing that happens. Well, not in, not in his book. Um, <laughs> all right, man. Um, I think we're good. I think we're good here. I think we are good here. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. One thing I'd like to uh, I'd like to plug first on Saturday. Not one hundred percent sure on the time, Eastern or UK, to be honest. So um, at some point on Saturday, I'll, we will be dropping the Resipuris Stardom Guide twenty twenty three. Which will be kind of like a it's kind of like a beginner's guide for like stardom basically. So of course we've lost Mercedes Monet being around there this year and potentially being booked on more of their shows when she's uh, cleared. Of course with the matches she's already had with uh, stardom wrestlers. Um, of course with their ex- you know like how much they've grown since the start of the pandemic. They've grown more than like any company in terms of um, just overall growth in terms of like, since the pandemic. One literally like the only company in the world to grow during the pandemic. So, um, you know, they're killing it. And obviously, there's a lot of people who might see that promotion and think that it's a bit daunting because there's a lot of wrestlers you've never heard of. Obviously, it's a foreign promotion, etc., etc. So, this is a really easy to follow guide to like get you introduced to the wrestlers, how the how the promotion works, how the shows work, etc., etc. By our own very own. Head writer and of course member of the Dumgoy Live Gang, Jamie Ross. So you know it's going to be very good, very well, easy to follow. Amazing stuff by our guy Jamie. So keep an eye out for that on Saturday. I'm going to need all the Joshi fans to kind of come together on this one because we're not expecting this one to get a million views. It's Joshi, you know. It's not, it's a niche within a niche within a niche within a niche. So if we can at least pop like the Joshi side of Twitter with it, you know, and the fan, the actual real hardcore fans, that will be enough for me personally. Um, it's a good video, man. Good video. Uh, keep an eye out for it, like I said. Uh, do we have any more plugs? Manny, you need to get your pen out again, brother. We, meet, we need a feature. I'm um, working on one right now. I don't know when it's going to come out, but I'm working on one. He's working. He's working. He's in the gym, people. Manny's going to be inspired to make one about the road that we've taken to get Kenta versus Punk when it's announced. Uh, I wasn't wearing that, but now now that you said that, I might have to do that. Um, there you go. He's, okay, he's going to have some Manny-ass euphemism like they're trying to put each other to sleep, but I've never been more awake. <laughs> like, face oh, that's awesome. Like, you know. Manny, you that. <laughs> 100%. You guys don't, like, this is probably what death feels like when you get hit with all that, like, huh? Like, you know, <laughs> you know, when, when, when people die, you get hit with that, like, uh, that thing, you know, uh, that adrenaline rush. That's just what I got hit with, man. I just, I feel like I've seen it all. I saw the pyramids get built. I saw this is just, this is, I'm at a phase, bro. After after I'm done with this show, I'm gonna go watch some Ring of Honor, Kenton, and CM Punk and. 
I don't know when I'm gonna sleep, bro. I got work tomorrow. Real, real he's uh he's gonna get he's gonna get he's working on this feature, people. You know, people love the many features. Uh, Charlie, I believe you're working on something. I think I could yes. be wrong. Then just put be putting you have... on the spot here. <laughs> no, I do have a feature that I'm working on. Um, Beautiful. hopefully it will come out before I go to Forbidden Door. I'm hoping to do at least like one a month, like while I'm off for summer. So Beautiful. Wait, we need to wait. work on some. We need to work on some video essays as well, Charlie. Yes, you know, yes, we need to. Yes, yes, we need, we need to plan we need that one. Big, that one's need the big elite young books or just something. Mm. You know, we need, we're, mm-hmm. we're gonna work it out, Charlie. We're wait, wait, Charlie, it. have you revealed what this feature is about yet, or no? Uh, I think I have in like my Twitter circle, but I haven't like. Mm. People gotcha, can wait gotcha, on it. Gotcha, you gotcha. Know, wait on gotcha. it. Um, Alexia, do you have anything to plug all? Just your Twitter account. No. Just Twitter? No, <laughs> oh, not even the sure, Twitter. Sure, if people don't follow me, I mean, my. <laughs> I'll tell you, at was there, but it actually says Joe Hulbert. So, uh, it's not Joe. It's not Joe Hulbert. Not Joe. Uh, you know what? You know, I, Jeff Jarrett, I, I believe. My name is Jeff Jarrett. I'm not the real Jeff Jarrett, but I am Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> really? You <laughs> are the real Joe. Could have fooled me, you know? Um, Ibu, you got anything? All at once. Yeah, listen. Collision. Come into a city uh, near no, you. No, no, what? no, what? no. What? No. Do you what? have anything Wrestle Purist adjacent to promote? I was just going to say, you know, go on Ticketmaster. Collision's no, coming by your no, city. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not all right, doing all right, that. Listen, follow, follow, follow me at, follow me at Back of Hangman. If you want the even better backup pigment content, follow me at Hangy Fashion. Uh, yeah. You know, no. shout out to Russell Pierce, shout out to the podcast. Thank you for having me. You know, Absolutely. good stuff. Uh, yeah, Hangy man. Fashion. Shout out everybody who's stayed with us from start to finish. We know that uh, we're on here for pretty long. Some would say too long, you know, but we appreciate you people. And uh, please like, subscribe if you haven't already. Like always saying, always try to draw home. It's massively appreciated. Uh, massively appreciate the super chats as well. And we will be back tomorrow with Umpuris. And uh, like I said, oh, keep boy. an eye out for our Joshi Guide 2023, which is coming out this Saturday. Peace.